This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, February 15th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Residents in Bradner Township are expressing some concern over the opening of a new business. The controversy centers around a new CBD, Kratom store, and self-identified cannabis dispensary located on East Lancaster Avenue in Wayne. CBD is a compound that's found in cannabis that won't get you high. According to the Mayo Clinic, Kratom is often marketed as a treatment for muscle pain and cramps. The plant generally grown in Southeast Asia is also prompted uh, as an aid in overcoming opiate uh, opioid withdrawal. Uh, the shop opened late last week and was immediately shut down over concerns of code compliance and failure to seek proper permits. Okay, so who's who's upset about this and why? Well, it's I live near there, and uh, so this used to be a Starbucks. In fact, years ago it was a. Um, a tire store. It's this weird, uh, round-shaped building. I, it was the worst. It's like the worst to get spot. in and out, and yeah. those those big like bars that are in front of the building. And there's a, a beer distributor right behind it, and um, and right maybe two three months after the pandemic began, that Starbucks shut down. It's been empty ever since. Um, but Preston, the main concern is that there is a Catholic school sold, uh, called SKS uh, right around the corner from there, and then there's Radnor Middle School. So they are concerned that the CBD and um, uh, medical marijuana shop is right near two schools. Okay. How many beer distributors are around there? It's, well, there's yeah, a beer yeah. distributor literally so, that you can walk to that's right behind it. Listen, I, I, I get it. It's it's years and years and years of, of the of the marijuana fear thing that's still, it's fortunately, it's going away a little bit here. But I, I go to a dispensary. I have a medical marijuana card. The only people that I see in the waiting room are people that are in pain. Yeah. And older people that need a cane and so on. And they're going for a medical reason for this stuff. And I'm telling you from experience, it's not what these people think it is. You yeah, know, it's, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a NIMBY thing. You know, people are yeah. afraid of these types of things in their backyard. And, and I'm yeah. sure that eventually it'll be okay. But I think it's sort of also a knee jerk reaction. And, um, right. Well, and here's the thing, too. Everybody's going to have, you know, towns have this reaction, but they didn't get the proper permits. That's why they're shut down. They wouldn't shut them down if it was right. completely legal. Right. Uh, on Monday night, the Radnor Township Board of Commissioners meeting opened with a round robin of fiery debates from residents. The cycle of speakers voiced their concerns over the new CBD store, including its location. With the, uh, which is within walking distance of several schools, as Nick mentioned. Uh, calls to ban the product grew after a coroner in 2019 determined that 25-year-old Caleb Sturgis of Westchester died from a Kratom overdose. In a statement to Action News, uh, the company addressed its uh, permitting issues. Unfortunately, Radnor Township requirements were not identified by our team. I strive to live by our core values, which includes responsibility, and which is why I take full ownership of this oversight, said uh, the president of the company. The company also affirmed a commitment to to educating the community about their products, including age restrictions. The business will remain closed until the township reviews all of the permits and code enforcement checks to see if any changes have been made inside the building, but this debate appears to be far from over. Conestoga High School switched back to remote learning Monday after the school reported receiving threats. School officials updated the community with a special announcement from the superintendent and the uh, principal of the school uh, on their website. Over the weekend, interactions among students on social media devolved to 
to include harmful speech and uh, even potential threats to the school, the message said yesterday. Uh, and today, test work with the local police to address the uh, redre- address and resolve the threatening statements at this time. The police confirmed that there are no active threats against the school. Uh, the threats come after a student posted on Friday in which officials said some students took off their masks and left school in person. Uh, classes resumed today with a two-hour delay. The police presence at the school will be increased for the remainder of the week. Additionally, school leaders uh, said the school will also offer counselors to support students and listening sessions for students to voice their concerns. The death, uh, the cause of death of Brian Laundry, the fiance of Gabby Petito, whose disappearance caused a firestorm late last summer, was revealed Monday after officials said only his skeleton remained after being partially eaten by animals after his death. An autopsy report by the Sarasota, Florida medical examiner stated Laundry died from a gunshot wound to the head. Laundry's skeletal remains were found in a thickly wooded area in the Carlton Reserve in Sarasota County in October, according to the medical examiner's report, uh, and has been under up to or was under up to three feet and possibly more of water for an extended period of time before being located. I was reading that that report earlier this morning. There was pretty much no soft tissue left. Oh, God. It was like, dude was all bones. Well, you got a, a buffet yeah. out there yeah. for, for predatory animals. Yeah, yeah. wow. So mur- murder, delayed suicide. Yep. Yeah. Officials said Laundry's skeleton remained due to extensive carnivore activity evidenced by multiple gouging and gnawing marks consistent with carnivores and omnivores, including canines such as feral dogs, coyotes, along with rodents and raccoons. Oh, my God. He was just eaten. I'm just... Absolutely. Yep. The the 47-page report also detailed items recovered from the scene where Laundry's remains were found, including a backpack with a tent and flares, a piece of paper, a red hat, and a wooden box, which contained a small notebook and photos, according to the report. In the notebook found with his remains, Laundry wrote he was responsible for Gabby Petito's death, according to the FBI. Seems like nine years ago this happened, and yet the, the nation was like trying to decipher this case right from the get-go, and just nothing was adding up. Laundry has been the where su- was the subject of a weeks long manhunt uh, when his body was found in sports this morning. Oh! The Sixers are back in action tonight with a game at home against the Boston Celtics. The Sixers are 34-22 and and in fourth place in the Eastern Conference, while the Celtics are right behind them in the standings at 33-25. and The team announced yesterday that James Harden will not make his Sixers debut until after the All-Star break, which begins later this week. Tip-off for, for tonight's nationally televised game is set for 7.30. The Flyers will look to end their two-game losing streak when they travel to Pittsburgh to take on the Penguins tonight. The game will be broadcast right here on WMMR. The puck drop at 7 o'clock. At the Winter Olympics, the United States will face Canada for women's ice hockey gold at the Beijing Olympics after a 4-1 semifinal win over Finland. Team USA is looking for their second straight Olympic gold against arch-rival Canada. Team Canada easily beat Switzerland 10-3 in the semifinals, and they have outscored their opponents 54-8, including a 4-2 win over the Americans in the preliminary round. The United States and Canada have faced each other in six of the seven Olympic women's hockey finals, and Canada has won gold four times. The game will air live at 11, 10 p.m. tomorrow night. And that's what I have for you this morning. Hi, thank you, Kathy. We are very slowly working our way through the work week and have landed on a Tuesday morning. Something we like to do to spice up this 
somewhat traditionally boring day is to offer up a Preston and Steve free tattoo. How about that? For diehard listeners who want to get some ink from our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So... All you have to do is text the word tattoo to 39333 and you'll be in the running. It's a $350 gift certificate. And you want to check out their artwork, uh, you can go to Instagram and just do a search on Floating World Tattoos. It's at Floating World Tattoos or go to their website, floatingworldtattoos.com. Pretty amazing uh, what they do. Yeah, they're 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. So we're uh, excited to give that away today. Uh, we are also excited to talk to our guest that we have on the program today is actor Bruce Davison. He's one of those character actors who's been in just. Tons and tons of stuff throughout the years. Let me ask, what's the first movie you saw him in? I know what it was for me. The first movie yeah. I saw him in? Oh, I don't remember. Willard. Oh, my God. Oh. He was in Willard? He was in Willard, yeah. Do, who did He you... was Willard. Was yeah, he yeah, Willard? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Oh, oh yeah, my yeah, 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 God. Yeah. I, it's been... Yeah. I was a kid when that movie and then, came out. Which we got Ben. Right, yeah, yeah. right. Okay, so, wow. That yeah. was a twisted movie. Uh, and I remember him as well as uh, uh, Senator Kelly in the first X-Men film. And he's just been in this and that throughout the years. He's in for Philly. Oh, my God, yeah. And he's yeah. really, like, he's got stories. But um, the... Uh, wow. Yeah, we're showing a clip up here in the studio. But you, did you ever rats. see a movie called Longtime Companion? He was nominated for that. It was one of the first movies where they had a uh, an adult gay relationship and I remember it's like it was so powerful it was an amazing yeah. movie I remember you telling me about it I, and I looked it up and I, I saw a little bit about it I don't remember seeing the movie yeah but, but it was groundbreaking from right? Willard to that yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, Bruce Davison is from Philadelphia, and he is in the fourth season of Ozark, which is going to be which is on Netflix right now. So uh, we'll talk to him, and he's got a, a strange connection with Nick's dad. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, which I can't wait to hear about. So we'll get to that in the nine o'clock hour. They're both. They, let's put it this way: they were both arrested for doing the same thing <laughs> at the same time. Uh, no, no. Uh, no, same but, thing, but, different but, times. Yes, okay. and does not have anything to do with the Manson family. Okay, but no, Steve, no, no. I brought that up with my dad last night. And he had a good chuckle. So thanks. Yes, with the John Wayne cases. <laughs> so uh, we'll get to all that later on today and fill in the blanks in between. One of the things we need to do is our stupid question and the entertainment report. So we will get to that as soon as we return after these. Stay with us, please. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and probably other places. Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Use it to view the weekly ad, flip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop in-store, delivery, or drive up and go. Open the Acme app, flip your deals, and then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So the stupid question this morning, prize four-pack of tickets for the Harry Potter, the exhibition at the Franklin Institute. Yes, opening very, very soon. And the question that I have for you, and we're doing some uh, Black History Month questions, and I love this. Craig Legans sent me this one. It's great. Okay, so finish this sentence from Animal House. If I was you, I'd be two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you can finish that, okay? If I was you, I'd be finish that two one five two six three WMMR. Today is Tuesday, February fifteenth. Let's mention some people celebrating birthdays while we are awaiting your answer to the stupid question. We'll begin with Mister Matt Groening. <laughs> 
<laughs> Shelby Town. Shelbyville. He is the creator of The Simpsons, and uh, I remember before The Simpsons hit uh, hit the um, uh, the airwaves, there was a strip in in kind of a local um, newspaper, kind of semi underground newspaper. I used to read, and there was a a, a a strip called Life in Hell. Yep, and it had a really unique look about it. It was pretty minimal, but uh, the characters and, are very rubbery. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, the the subjects were always really weird, and I always thought it was really cool. Yeah, and then that morphed into the Simpsons after that. Well, it was on the Tracy Ullman show. Remember, yeah. they, they'd have little brief Simpson segments, yeah, and little vignettes, and they just incorporated the cast that was on the Tracy Ullman show to give the voices. Yep, and uh, Matt Groening, who is is doing pretty good in life. Celebrates his 68th <laughs> birthday today. Uh, it's Jane Seymour's birthday today. I love her. Uh, yeah, we've love we've her. had the the pleasure of her uh, company in person a couple of times, and she is elegant and beautiful and a lot of fun. Kitty cat. Yeah, kitty cat. I have her cell phone <laughs> in my phone. Really? Wow. That's yeah. pretty wild, right? Okay. Because last time we had her on uh, was all, during COVID, and we yeah. were at home, and she was like, here, just like call me, give mm. me a heads up, let me know when we're going. And uh, yeah, she was, and I texted her after, and she got back to me and said, thanks for having me on. How again. cool is that? Yeah. She came out to the camp, huh? She's She's actually done a, a few things. She's been so, here in our studio. Yeah. Is she bordering on friend of the show status? Yeah. Uh, I think she could be, yeah. yeah. All right. we, we talked to her. She's the one who was collecting the chickens, right, during the whole... Uh, yeah. She had, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. More chickens and she knew what to do with and a Malibu ranch. Yep, yep. I had a crush on her for ages. Oh, my God. If you see her in Live and Let Die, which is mm. one of the first times you see her in any movie, uh, she played solitaire. Just gorgeous. And Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. Yes. Which is really, that's, she was frontier hot. That defines my life, that movie. She's 71. Your dad must have been a fan because he's sort of a prairie doctor. Exactly. <laughs> the, the, that's why he loved that show. Uh, you also have uh, actress Alex Borstein, who is the voice of Lois and other characters on Family Guy. Uh, she did a turn on Mad TV. She was great on Mad TV. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Who right? is she in that? Is, isn't oh, she? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude. Yeah. She had... Um, I think it was the second season where where the hitmen come for her. Yes, I mean that. that I think was my favorite episode of the entire uh, thing. Just they, so funny. They end up not well. I don't want to yeah. give it a. They they don't go through with the hit because they end up getting along with her uh-huh. so well. Uh, but uh, yeah, she's great on that show. Man, I can't remember the character's name. I can't either. Uh, but she is uh, fifty-one because that show's been off for so damn long. Susie I, Myerson. I can't wait for it to come back around. Susie Myerson. All right. So uh, we also have on this list uh, supermodel Janice Dickinson or Janice uh, Dickinson. She is sixty-seven. She was one of the early Me Tours. Yeah. 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 Was she involved in the Cosby thing or no? I think I she was. was. Else. Yeah, I think she was in the the Cosby. I mean, so she. She was one of the first to be classified supermodel status. She was also in that correct surreal house, Kathy. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, yes. Oh, that's right. She had a lot of issues. She was yeah, I, but I liked her. Yeah. Uh, locally, uh, our buddy Brian Prop, former Flyer, celebrates his birthday today. Yeah, uh, sixty three years old. So nice. Bounced back from a, a terrible stroke that he had, and he's doing great now. He, and he does all the golf tournaments, and apparently his game is really good. Uh, he is sixty three today. Uh, Zachary Gordon, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. He played Greg in that series of films. The main guy, right? He's 24. I'm assuming so. Yeah, I never read the book. My kids all read the books. And, but did, I, did, they like, did they like them and did they like the movie? Did they see the movie? <laughs> the, the problem with the movie is they made the kid kind of an a-hole. Oh. And, um, and so I, I don't know how that like translates to what the books are like as to what the movies are like. But, mm. the, you know, the, the movie 
this the, the main character is like, you know, listen, things don't go right for him. Right. And I think that's what endeared him to, you know, readers. But in the movie, he kind of deserves it. <laughs> well, he's kind of an a-hole about right. it. You know, like like his buddy Raleigh is, you know, uh, just, he just is, you know, he's kind of like a goofy kid, but people end up liking him and he gets really jealous of it. It's just, it's, it's I'm going to have to do a deep dive into yeah. this case. <laughs> well, it's a really popular kid. series. That's yeah. the thing. Uh, my thesis is going to be on it. Okay. And then finally, uh, Christopher McDonald, the actor, Shooter. trouble though, pal. I eat pieces of shit. Like, oh, oh, yeah. No. How is that? First okay. of all, I was going to say Shooter McGavin of, uh, of Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Second of all, that clip's not edited. <laughs> not edited at all. Uh, I like that. S bomb in the middle of that one. Uh-huh. So if it sounded funky on your end, it's because we dumped out on it. Uh, but he's so great in that char- as that character. And just, he can play a really great douchebag. He can also play a really great endearing character, too. Uh, in Quiz Show, he's the uh, he's the host of the of the Quiz Show. Do you know what he's really good in? And you're sort of conflicted about him because he's good and he's also kind of a dick. Is is um uh the the HBO show the comedian um uh, Hacks? Oh yeah, haven't yeah, seen yeah. it, but okay, he, right. He, right. He is he is her Gene uh, uh, Smart's ex husband. Okay, uh, he's also in Sixty One. He's he, he's got a variety of uh, different uh, hats that he can wear as far as uh, acting goes. And he he and uh, when he and Adam Sandler get together, they they actually love talking about the movie. Oh, so and yeah, it's great. Yeah, he's sixty seven today. I right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to the stupid question. Uh, so in Animal House, I want you to finish this line. Uh, if I was you, I'd be. All right, you need to finish that, and I will go to Corey, see if he has the answer. Corey, good morning, sir. Good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. Now, listen, you're going to get a prize if you can tell me, if you can finish this line. If I was you, I'd be... Leaving. <laughs> what a good idea. <laughs> that is correct, yes. Hang on a second, Corey. That scene takes place at the Dexter Lake Club. <laughs> and Corey got it right. We're going to give you a four-pack of tickets for Harry Potter, the exhibition. Something magical has come to Philadelphia. Harry Potter, the exhibition, makes its world premiere debut Friday right here yeah. at the Franklin Institute. And tickets are now on sale at fi.edu. I can't wait to check that out. I love that scene in uh, Animal House when they walk in. Hey, Otis loves us. And yeah. Hey, Otis! Yeah. And Otis from the stage is like, oh, no. Looks at him like, yeah. <laughs> the hell is that? All right, so we're going to start with Kanye and yes, the saga. The for saga goes sake. on. But, but there's updates. Uh, after less than two months together, Kanye and uncut gems actress Julia Fox have officially called it quits. That's her, Was that her one credit? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I know nothing about Julia They just Julia keep calling Fox. her the uncut gems actress. Uh, the news comes after West shared a slew of surprising posts to Instagram over the weekend. And deleted all of them. Uh, Fox, oh really? Yeah, so now he's, uh, yesterday when we were talking about this around the same time, Preston, I pulled up his Instagram account and he had deleted everything except for the last six posts. Now there are only two posts Total on his entire Instagram account. So Fox's rep told E! News on Monday, Julia and Kanye remain good friends and collaborators, but they are no longer together. Over the weekend, the Daily Mail reported that Fox was spotted crying at an airport. Oh. In response to this, though, Fox shared a since-deleted <laughs> Instagram story that read, Y'all would love if I was so upset. Uh, the media would love to paint a picture of me, a sad, lonely woman, crying on a plane by myself, but it's not true. Why not see me for what I am? I don't want to. Which is a number one hustler. 
She's a number one hustler? That's what she says. Uh-huh. I came up, y'all, LOL. And not only that, but Kanye and I are on good terms. I have love for him, but I wasn't in love with the man. Jesus Christ, what do you guys think I am? 12 years old? Meanwhile, after Is this sh- the Uncut Gem star? After sharing numerous posts criticizing Pete Davidson, Billie Eilish, and Kid Cutie, is it Cutie? Cuddy. Cuddy. Is it Cuddy? Yeah. All right. I had said uh, Cuddy before, and I'm like, that can't be. It's got to be Cutie, because you're such a Cutie. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, you little butt nose. But it was a little play on words. Uh, anyhow, Wes took to Instagram on Valentine's Day to admit that he still has hope that Kim oh will come back to him. God. He said, I don't have beef with Kim. I love my family, so stop that narrative. I'm not giving up on my family. I bought this coat for Kim before SNL. I thought it was particularly special. I have faith that we'll be back together. Shut the f*** up! And and no no punctuations in there mm, anywhere. Yeah. Um, also, you can have a beef with someone, or, or they say you're beefing with someone. But what if you sit down and have a nice brisket together? Right, then you've had beef. You have beef together. Right. Uh, West captioned a post that featured Kim on an early Valentine's Day date with Davidson, uh, during which the pair shared a public kiss. And there's more. No! West sent Kim a truckload of roses on Monday, and he wrote, My vision is crystal clear. He spelt those with, no, it's with, not. with K's, uh, written on the side of the truck. He needs to let this breathe. He needs to take a break, walk away, live it. Let... If anything's going to happen, let her miss him a little bit. But he's he's on her like white on rice. It's too much. And he's acting very loony. Uh, yes. So stop it. Yep. Stop uh, it, both of them. It's, uh, Nothing's no. over. He, he, has, he has a history of he's acting. He's the loony. Rambo guy to dating. Is that uh, over? It's not over. I'm sending you a truckload of roses. No. I'm beefing with you. I mean, come Nothing on. Nothing is over. Nothing is over. <laughs> Are we having, are we beefing, or are we We're having... We're beefing and having nothing over. Okay, and nothing is over. And then dessert. <laughs> what's for dessert? Uh, it's a flambe. Okay. Wait, what's a flambe? That's the, I don't know. And they light it on fire. Oh. Like a, like a baked Alaskan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... All right. No. Don't you know? No. Don't you know nothing about dessert? <laughs> Only Rambo actually shoots an arrow <laughs> yeah. into the dessert, and it's got a... Uh, Watch this. It's got a flame... <laughs> I'm going to burn Alaska all down. <laughs> I actually was in a, uh, on a cruise ship one time they brought out. Oddly enough, it was an Alaskan cruise. Uh, I, I had that on a, on a cruise ship, too. Is it a cruise ship I think dessert, it is. I right? think it is. Because we it, were going to the Bahamas, uh, and we yeah. had big, big Alaska. Big Alaska. Which is weird. <laughs> so, uh, but but uh, you in Alaska, that makes big more Alaska, sense. Big Alaska, yeah. yeah. Big Caribbean good? is what you should have had. Is right. it good? I've never had a, anything it's okay. In. Yeah, I mean, the, it's, it's, it's got... It's more uh, like a visual thing, right? Yeah, but... But the, the the it's got a lot of meringue on it, uh, which I'm that can you know meringue is kind of a waste for. Does it hurt? No, it doesn't hurt. Well, they put the fire out. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine. I can't. Keep eating. Keep eating. Excuse me, Mr. Rambo. What Shut would up. you? What would you? Eat like? your what would you like for dessert? I want what they want. <laughs> uh, I'll have what they're having. <laughs> <laughs> I want what they want. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> what would they want? Hey, we need to we need to isolate. And then some coffee. <laughs> A regular decaf espresso. <laughs> Do you have cappuccino? All right. 
Uh, Pete Davidson, by the way, is trying to take the high road in response to Kanye's Instagram tirade. Don't respond. Source exclusively told Us Weekly that Pete is staying far away from Kanye and is taking the mature route. Uh, they said he's not afraid of him. He just want he doesn't want to get involved in the divorce drama. If you, Kathy, in your dating years, if you broke up with someone and a guy just would not relinquish the way this is happening uh, with Kanye and Kim Kardashian, I can't believe we're talking, but it's it's, it's all over the news. You can't help it. Yeah. Um, it probably is driving her further away. Yep, right. That's what it does. <laughs> if he were to pull back a little bit yeah. yep. and be good with the kids and make her I've, miss him. I've given that advice to people before. I'm like, dude, I know everything in your being right now is to make is to try to push yourself into her life. You gotta pull back. You're not gonna you have manhandle to her. You mm. gotta let it rest yeah. for a little bit. And it may not come back. But I guarantee you, by forcing yourself in there, you're going to do nothing but repel that person yeah. right now. Here's what you know? he should have done. Pull back on Valentine's morning, yesterday morning, she should have gotten one Stephen Singer rose delivered mm. in the mail. That's mm-hmm. it. With That's the, a little more subtle. There we go. All right. So, uh, by the way, uh, on Sunday, uh, Kanye had thrown a lot of shade at Pete, uh, including an Instagram post where he wrote, hold your spouse close. Make sure they don't, make sure they know how much... You love and appreciate them because there's a skeet lurking in every dirty-ass alley waiting to help destroy your family and walk around in Calvin Klein's around your children. I can't take it. Uh, on Monday, Wes continued uh, his posting marathon sharing a screenshot of text supposedly from Kim that read, You are creating a dangerous and scary environment and sometimes and someone will hurt Pete and this will be all your fault. So West captioned the post, Upon my wife's request, please nobody do anything physical to Skeet. I'm going to handle the situation myself. Well, now he's teetering on veiled threats. Can we talk about the word Skeet for a moment? Uh, is that a Dr. Seuss thing? I don't know. Is that a mosquito thing? S-K-E-T-E. Is it a Skeeter? Oh, I don't know. I do not know. Like a Skeeter? I'm not sure. I mean, that's you know, that guy Skeet Ulrich. That's how he got his nickname. Maybe he, he like, thinks he's like Skeet Ulrich. No, no, he like that. He was nicknamed that when he was a kid because he like buzzed around like a little mosquito. Ah. Okay. And, but I don't think that this is that. No, it sounds like a you know like a like a flea, but a nothing. Yeah, you were uh, Skeet. Yeah, Skeet. So, I, I don't really know, but uh, Nick just pulled up Skeet. And what is the meaning? Oh, of it's skeet? Uh, Eastern Orthodox monks. Oh, oh he's an Eastern. Orthodox. <laughs> oh my God. How uh, how bizarre! Yeah, to grab I that. Had no idea, David. Yo was, yo, you're an Eastern Orthodox monk. Was uh, a uh, member of the clergy. The state of being more drunk than anyone on the planet, surpassing even that which uh, was previously unattainable limits. Mm-hmm. That's from uh, Urban Dictionary. Yeah, that's uh, that doesn't seem applicable either, does it? All right, anyhow, we're moving on. Naomi Campbell and her nine-month-old baby were photographed for the first time together uh, for the March 2022 cover of Vogue UK. Uh, the 51-year-old model and actress told the publication she wasn't adopted. She's my child. Uh, Campbell announced the birth of her child last May, and she said not many people knew that she was going to be a mother before the news was public. She said, I can count on one hand the number of people who knew that I was having her. That'd be five, right? But she is the biggest blessing I could ever imagine, and it's the best thing I've ever done, she said. Uh, she continued saying that she feels like a kid again while spending time with her little girl. I'm rel- I'm reliving nursery rhymes, playing and discovering how many great new toys there are out there in the world and dolls, things that I couldn't even dream of. 
Everything I do, I do for her. That's it. It's so completely selfless, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Look at me. Look at how selfless I am. Yeah. Do you all see this? Look at my Vogue cover with my selflessness. Yeah. So. Um, so, do has she? We haven't had an incident with her in a long time. Remember, every other week you'd turn around a couple of years ago and she was throwing something at some. And she was slapping people. Support and people stuff. slapping. Yeah. How can she slap? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, how can she How can she stop? How can she stop? <laughs> you guys want a skeet update? Yes. All right. It means uh, male fluid. So oh, it's, really? Yeah. Okay. It's an early 2000s uh, rap reference. Yeah. And uh, so basically it rhymes with Pete. And so Kanye skeet. thinks he's being oh. clever. There's there's a Chappelle skit uh, where they, they talk about skeet. Talks skeet. about skeet yeah. being uh, semen. Okay. Honestly, just stop this and just get to work on Dota 2 because I can't wait. Donda. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, Kanye's bipolar, and he's he's going through it right now. Like, this is it's bipolar behavior, and it's I mean, sure. he, he needs help. Well, it's it's sad. They keep indulging it. it absolutely, yeah. yeah. Stop it. Uh, moving on You're to another couple. On me, man. <laughs> While Zoe Kravitz and Channing Tatum have never officially announced that they were a couple, Kravitz did open a little window into the relationship in a new interview with Elle, released on Monday. Uh, the interviewer inquired about Kravitz's rumored relationship with Tatum, uh, pointing to paparazzi photos of the two holding hands and enjoying themselves together. Uh, she responded simply saying, I'm happy. Uh, Kravitz also commented on Tatum's role in her upcoming film, Pussy Island, which will mark her directorial debut, saying that she thought he was brave enough to play the lead. Tatum plays a billionaire tech mogul who has his own private island. Ah. He's like a billionaire. Yeah, he's a billionaire. When does Pussy Island come out? Uh, that is a good question. doesn't say in the story, and I've forgotten on the times that we've reported it. Are they releasing them in order? Will it be followed by Vagina Valley? Um, they haven't indicated that. All right. Uh, following a two-week suspension for saying the Holocaust was not about race, Whoopi Goldberg returned to The View on Monday. We'll have a clip to play for this. Addressing the audience, Goldberg thanked those who reached out to her during her time away from the show and added that she listened to everything everybody had to say. Wow. Welcome to the V, and yes, I am back. And we missed you. And I missed you all, too. i got to tell you, there's something kind of marvelous about being on a show like this, because we are the view, and this is what we do. And sometimes we don't do it as elegantly as we could. I want to thank everybody who reached out while I was away. So this was uh, yesterday. Yeah. So she is uh, back on and uh, has returned to her spot on the show. There she is. How was she in The Shining? Uh oh no no in the stand the stand um she was really good in it I I didn't love the whole series it, right. it was it was good right. I thought it could have been better but as Mother Abigail yeah man she's great she's a great okay. actress you know if you go back to the color purple God she's so, great stuff so yeah. amazing in that absolutely according to Entertainment Tonight Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck seem to have had a great time at the <laughs> Super Bowl on Sunday. I was worried I know you were concerned yeah. if in that luxury suite if they were actually enjoying themselves this is mainly but now I know. So in a, in a clip posted on Instagram, the pair can, seen, can be seen dancing, and Affleck leans in to say something to Lopez. No. Tell me, do you like dancing? And, you will. And gestures towards the field. Oh. I felt a little bit like she's like... Uh, she's way too cool for him, and he was kind of like the little dorky guy who was like, "Oh my god, I'm so lucky to be with you." Right? Like just a just a little bit. Listen, I know I know it's him, and, and yeah. I know he's got his own thing going on, but like she's just too cool, I think, for him. Uh, so this comes uh, after Lopez had shared the music video <laughs> remix that Affleck made for her. 
early on. What? We're we watching a video of them dancing, right? I agree with so Kathy. He's like, okay, oh, we have to dance here. So, like, let me nod my head. You and she's yeah. jamming next to him. You know him. what he's thinking, Kath, is that he knows that Matt Damon is in the building somewhere. And he, wants, he just wants to go hang out with his friend. <laughs> yeah. But he has to hang out with his really hot girlfriend. Yes. And so but he's going to try to do it as coolly as possible. <laughs> yeah, yep. I wonder if the opposite, though, is, is like during the game, he's like getting all crazy and, and, and duding out, and she's yeah. sitting back there. She's reading it's quite possible, yeah. Because yeah. this is the halftime show that we're watching. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. obviously having a lot of fun and moving around. So, uh, so anyhow, yep, they had fun together. Apparently, they that's had fun the case. At the Super Bowl. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Uh, let's see. Great. How about this? On uh, Saturday night, Selena Gomez, Cara Delevingne, and Amy Schumer were spotted at uh, Chapel Bar. A members-only club in the Flatiron District. And is this in Los Angeles? What the hell is going on? I guess it's in Los Angeles. The club The club is located in a Park Avenue church. That's got to be New York. This is New York. Okay. Yeah. And the three stars hung out in the confessional uh, where they could party in privacy, a source told me. So it's me. not an active church. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because they probably wouldn't let that happen. <laughs> Some do, Active churches do sometimes rent out. No, not for a private Bingo. club. But, yeah. Yeah. but they'll do for, like, uh, um, bands and stuff like that, yeah. shows and things, All I right. guess. But maybe not for this. So uh, the source added that they are secret regulars. Oh, my God. Oh. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. Peeling back the curtain. When is uh, the next season of the uh, Selena Gomez, the uh, Only Murders in the Building? Yeah, good question. I don't know. Uh, I'll look it up. But that'd be a, a fun crew to hang out did with. You, did Selena you watch that? And Karen and Amy? All the way to the end? No. I, I've still got a ways to go on it. We took a pause, and I might have to go back an episode and, and be, watch it again. You will have a what at the, at the end of okay. the... Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm in. And Amy's hosting the Oscars this year. Oh, she, she is. is one of the three people yeah. hosting oh. the Oscars. And Kath, I don't have that story. I heard it this morning, and I forgot to put... With that in the entertainment news, you think that would be story number one that I, think I would have? Amy, you can look Sh- that up. Amy Schumer is one, and who else? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Regina Hall and Wanda Sykes. Okay. Uh, Wanda so it's Sykes. A, it's a triple. Yeah. Who's been right in our backyard? Right. <laughs> right now, where my children play with their toys. That's right. Wanda Sykes is right in our backyard. So yes, and uh, oh, see the Oscars. It'll be. It will be interesting. Not here. Speaking of the Oscars, though. our radio show. The uh, fans will be able to vote on their favorite film for the Academy Awards this year with the Hollywood Reporter writing yesterday that people will be able to vote on Twitter. And the movie that gets most fan votes will be recognized during the March 27th Oscar broadcast. Additionally, three Twitter users who voted will be chosen for an all-expenses-paid trip to L.A., to present an Oscar at next year's ceremony. They're really trying to goose this up. They're doing everything they can to fight. The ratings for the Oscars, even prior to the pandemic, were were going down, down, down. So uh, they're trying to make it more interactive. It might work. Well, listen to this. People can vote on movies released in 2021 regardless of whether they were nominated for an Oscar or not using the hashtag Oscars fan favorite. Now, you know what this is going to lead to. It's going to lead to a Bodie McBoatface type of thing. Well, that... Where people might spoof and and, uh, get on a campaign to have some crappy movie or something like that. It's true. What they they were hoping, and the whole reason for this, the impetus for this was to... It's been a criticism of the Academy Awards that they've been ignoring these super popular superhero movies. Yep, that too. Absolutely. Uh, Voting started yesterday and will run through March 3rd. Meryl Johnson, the vice president of digital marketing, uh, told the Hollywood Reporter 
Uh, through these activations, social media users around the world now have more opportunities to engage with the show in real time, find a community, and be a part of the experience in ways that they've never been able to before. I mean, stop and think about it. Endgame, right? Or yeah. Infinity War, or think about that storytelling, that filmmaking. Is there a reason that shouldn't have been nominated? I mean, just because you're going to get dismissive because it's considered, you know, a popcorn-type movie, but it's incredible filmmaking. Yes, and if you put stuff like that up, I think for the uh, for the general public, the, 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 the mi- hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars that are being generated by the people that are spending their money yeah. would be interested in seeing their horse in the race. They you know might what I mean? watch. Yeah, exactly. So I submit to you. They really should do it. All right, wow. Speaking of millions and billions of dollars, um, this is interesting. And a guy I've never heard of, though, actor Zach Avery was sentenced on Monday to 20 years in federal prison after fabricating HBO and Netflix film deals in 160, I'm sorry, a $650 million Ponzi scheme. This is an actor who did this. Wow. Avery, whose real name is Zachary Horowitz, raised at least $650 million with bogus claims that investor money would be used to acquire licensing rights to films that HBO and Netflix had agreed to distribute abroad. $650 million? Yeah. Wow. Horowitz was also ordered to pay some $230 million in restitution to his victims. Okay. The prosecutors argued defendant Zachary Horowitz portrayed himself as a Hollywood success story. He branded himself as an industry player who, through his company, leveraged his relationships with online streaming platforms like HBO and Netflix to sell them foreign films distribution rights at a steady premium. But... As his victims came to learn, Horowitz was not a successful businessman or Hollywood insider. He just played one in real life. His film credits are, uh, as Zach Avery, include uh, 2021's The Devil Below, 2020's You're Not Alone, and 2017 sci-fi thriller Curvature. So all super popular movies. The scheme featured a 2015 annual investor report that named 52 movies. The movie uh, that the company was said to be distributing in Africa, Australia, New Zealand, and South America. It's crazy. Bottles of Johnny Walker Blue Label Scotch were included with the investor package. Those are really expensive. Horowitz, who the FBI says owes investors $227 million in principal alone, has alleged to have used uh, much of the proceeds for the fake company toward personal income. And he pretty much scammed about 250 people to invest that kind of money. Son of a bitch. Uh, ironically, he should hire a scheme, screenwriter for his own story at this point. Totally. Yeah. This is a story in and of itself that he could probably sell, yeah. uh, but he'll be in prison. I just yeah. watched a movie about a guy who, um, uh, and it, it, the greatest con man or the greatest swindler of all time, it was this guy who um, basically started with a carpet cleaning service and started upping his profile. So every step of the way you're going, any normal person would be going, you're going to get caught. You're going to get caught. Everyone around him is telling him, you're going to get caught. And it builds and builds and builds. And then he's like, he's he's valued fraudulently so, like half a billion dollars on Wall Street. And, and it all comes crashing down. Now you think, okay, he's he's seen the light. He's going to turn his life around. He takes a pause, and it starts right back oh, up again. Man. Wow. And you realize they're not enamored of the end result of the money. They're enamored of the scam. Right. They enjoy a lot of these guys. Maybe, yeah. Pulling it over on people, yeah. and that's what they get off on. And eventually, it's going to catch I, up. I can't again. think of any other reason, because I know anyone like any of us would be sweating bullets. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, two more quick stories. Uh, Eric Andre 
is set to join uh, Murr, Q, and Sal Volcano on the first new episode of Impractical Joker since the departure of founding member Joe Gatto. That's an excellent choice. Yeah, he's great. Uh, the supersized episode of the Hidden Camera Prank show will simulcast on TBS, TNT, and True TV on Saturday, April 2nd, following the NCAA Men's Final Four. They're going to go right after the Final Four. Oh, that's good. Into uh, the new Impractical Jokers. Andre is just the first of several surprise guests who will appear on Impractical Jokers in the near future. According to a press release, rather than replace Gatto, Quinn Murray and Volcano uh, will be joined by a different celebrity guest on each episode of their upcoming 10th season which is set to premiere this summer. So if they premiere after that game, will they will will that be the largest audience of recent vasectomy patients that Eric Andre's <laughs> ever had? Because Maybe. isn't that the case? Don't a lot of guys get vasectomies around? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. around the uh, Final Four. And a statement released on uh, New Year's Eve, Gatto announced uh, his departure from Impractical Jokers so that he could focus on co-parenting after separating from his wife. By the way, uh, Eric Andre... Uh, is in uh, season two of uh, The Righteous Gemstones, Mm -hmm. and he's fantastic in it. Uh, And then, uh, Kathy, yesterday, Netflix released a teaser for the much-anticipated second season of Bridgerton. Oh, okay. I didn't see it. Lady Whistledown narrates the teaser saying, Did you miss me? (laughs) As the members of our ton question my identity and means, this author has been doing but one thing, honing my skills. No, even better. I've been sharpening my knives for all of you. Find me up to my neck in penises. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, at the end of season one, you <clears throat> find out who she is. Who is right. she? Uh, Can't reveal it. Don't reveal it. I, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was kind of like, you know, everybody speculated who they thought it would be. And, is know, she Bridgerton? Uh, what do you mean? Is she him? No, 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 no. Wait, what is the title, Bridgerton? I don't even know what it means. Is it someone or is it a Is it a, it a dude or is it just a, uh, is it a restaurant? That's a good question. What is Bridgerton? <laughs> it's a restaurant. I'll meet you at Bridgerton. <laughs> it's like the beach pit. Uh, I, don't, I actually don't remember. You watched the series and you don't know what Bridgerton pertains to? It's been a little while, right? Yeah, it's been a little while. I forget. Is like, it, I, I watch Law and Order and I know that that pertains to Law and Order. Is it someone's name, maybe? I don't know. Is it Bridge and the last name is Urton? Uh, I don't know, but you but you find out who Mrs. Uh, what's what was Whistledown. Whistle, yes, you find out who she is, uh, and then you know, kind of opens it up for uh, a whole bunch more because she's got the inside scoop on a lot so of things. Which of these shows is the is this is the sexiest? Which is the one that that is the most um, you know. Maybe not penis intensive, but erotic. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. What of all the shows that yeah. I've been watching? I oh. don't know. Like they, they have their own little thing. Like this one, and then that that sex that life one. one yes. is nuts. Bridgerton is the 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 family, the ladies, the girls, Eloise. It's and, the family. Yeah. yeah okay. Got it. Okay. Nick just pulled that information. He didn't just know that. I didn't. <laughs> all right. We're gonna go to the clips. <laughs> all right. In 2019, the mock trailer titled Bel Air that was uploaded to YouTube was praised by Will Smith and launched the reboot of the original series. Uh, in this clip, Morgan Cooper talks about uh, how the idea came to him. I was driving down 71, and uh, I drove under this overpass, and this weird astrological event happened, and the idea hit me, and I knew I had to do it. And so I called my producer right away, Johnny, and I was like, yo, man, I got this crazy idea that I, I want to shoot. And he's like, cool, you know, put up a uh, drop an outline, and I'll put together a budget. And so we did that that weekend, and then we got to work. Uh, so that's how they, they came up with the, the, the mock trailer? Yeah, I guess so. And then that led to Will's... Wow, that's a really cool story. So I think the Carlton in this series seems to be less whimsical and more... Um, 
like uh, not evil, but if you know, like a a, a player. Okay, uh, Bel Air is streaming now on Peacock. Here's our next clip. Popular PlayStation game Uncharted is making its way to the big screen. Yeah. In this clip, Mark Wahlberg discusses what was so exciting about the about uh, accepting this role and the script. It's the first time I feel like I'm in a movie that's a movie, you know? I mean, I was like, I don't know, I felt like when I read it, I was reading Indiana Jones or Thomas Crown Affair. I mean, it's got, like, these great elements of these heist movies and, and adventure movies, uh, like, I've never been a part of, so uh, couldn't be more excited about it. Uncharted is in theaters everywhere on February 18th. I love that video game series. I love the characters. Uh, Preston, it is. Um, it has a Lara Croft Tomb Raider element to it, but nice. it's just the games are so cinematic and perfect for the movies, and the casting is fantastic. Excellent. All right, and that is my entertainment report for now. Don't forget, today's Tattoo Day. You want to win a Preston Steve tattoo? From Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, text word tattoo to 39333. We're going to take a break. Don't forget actor Bruce Davison is going to be joining us. He's in the new season of Ozark, uh, and he's from Philly. We're going to talk to him a little bit later on. Stay put. We'll be right back. What's new? Why you asked? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Aaron Jones. Nita Strauss with David Draymond. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. By the way, uh, our friends at Wawa have stopped by today and they're celebrating the launch of their new online catering with what's called Care to Our Community. And they're inviting local schools and community service organizations to enter to win a free catered party recognizing the unsung heroes. So what you got to do is go to wawa.com slash catering care. If you do this by the 20th, you can submit your nomination and your team could win a Wawa catering party on March 4th, which is National Employee Appreciation Day. And 100 local community or community organizations will receive a catered party for up to 30 employees. So they're giving away 100 of these. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So what do you um, have to do? Uh, you go to uh, wawa.com and then slash catering care. Do that by the 20th and submit your nomination uh, for, you know, an unsung, for people right. who deserve right. a, a little thank you. That's great. And uh, don't forget, Wawa Catering is now available to order online at wawacatering.com for pickup or delivery. And, uh, yeah. Good could that go. include your morning show of choice? It very well could, for all I know. So, go ahead. <laughs> no, and, no, no. There are people who deserve it far more than we do. And enter <laughs> away. So, um, I I think it's been a little while since we've strolled the uh, the aisles of the store, so let's open it up and let's have you walk on in and see if we can pick some items off the highlights. Time to visit the general store, another fake creation, so we can pawn off stories that we do in any other session. <laughs> Come on in. All right, uh, this one's in the sports section of the store. Uh, when it comes to the Olympics, bronze medalists are typically happier than silver medalists. Oh, wow. Okay. Because the silver medalist just missed the gold. That's got to be it. The bronze is just happy to be on the podium. Yeah, Yeah. it boils down to it. Party! Researchers in 1995 argue this is the case because the most easily imagined alternative outcome for silver medalists is winning gold. While for those who win bronze, 
the most easily imagined alternative outcome is getting no medal at all. <laughs> and this all boils down to human psychology. For humans, the pain of loss is more powerful than a gain of the same intensity. And it makes sense in terms of human evolution. Uh, Time reports, when our species was struggling to survive in the wilderness 100,000 years ago, obtaining some extra food would make tomorrow easier. But losing our food meant that there might not be a tomorrow. In other words, the stakes of loss were higher than those of gains. So today, we try very hard to avoid loss at all costs. Think of any picture you've ever seen of primitive man at a medal ceremony. Yes. It's always the one getting the bronze medal that looks the That's happiest. smiling. Yeah. Smiling most. So... Og very happy. I, I totally see the validity in this. Absolutely. If you get silver, if you've ever seen... I remember when the men's... Uh, Olympic hockey team won silver uh, against Canada. Canada beat them. Uh, this was the last Winter Olympics. Every one of them just looked pissed yeah. off. Well, yes, just sort of not a bitch. happy at all. They quote unquote won the silver medal by losing their last game. Yeah, you know, like that's how they get on the podium is is by ending up in second place. Right, right. Uh, but yes, if you if you if you come in second, it's like. That close to taking it all. And they try and tell you, it's still good. You still did, but it's not. You lost. But bronze is, hey, better not getting anything at all. Right. I'll take it. I didn't even plan on this. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. I'm not that good. It makes total sense. Um, uh, Have you, you ever, you, I mean, obviously we just got a, a wonderful award in Chicago for the, the Hall of Fame. But in general, throughout your life, if you Little League and stuff like that. Um, do, do you do you recall ever being pissed off or you know of missing out on a medal or a statue or an award? I've I've fortunately, if it comes to placing like first, second, and yeah, third, yeah. and I fortunately have been okay with like coming in second place. Absolutely. I can't remember any yeah. any specific moments that come to light, but I'm like, man. This is a good place to be. I mean, yeah. there are a lot of people that would that that didn't get here, and and I should be happy that I'm here. Was that the same when you were foot modeling? Uh, <laughs> I was the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was number one. The foot modeling championship. You were the Zoolander of foot modeling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, Steve, I um, I'm not trying to brag here, but I was a good diver. Okay. And I won, like I would sweep the entire summer, and then when it came to championships, you would always win. I choked. So, I so to high dive. you had like I don't know, like five or six meet as meets a, uh, a a season, and then the championships. And I would go like five, six meets and first place in every single one, right. and then I would get to the championships, and I would you choke. Tank. I only won one championship in my entire life. And uh, how about and you, so, Kathy? You? I won one. Okay, and, and that, but you, I wasn't. I, there was a girl. Um, she was a year older than me, and she was amazing. So I always came. Um, behind her, or hmm. maybe even you know a few divers. I wasn't like uh, you know going to the Olympics or anything. Right, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever think you had a shot at going? Uh... Oh God, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. As a matter of fact, one time in high school, I <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll dive in the National Catholic Championships. Okay, this is at uh, Villanova. This is the Catholic uh, yeah. students from all across the country, and I, I, I walked into the hallway. Okay, and there was just a girl standing on her hands, like. Just standing there, like on her hands, and I was like, uh, "Okay, go." Well, I was like, "Okay, so I can't do a handstand for you know what I mean." And then I just saw all these people, and I was like, "Oh, I I don't belong here at all." 
And so that's what I saw on a national. Listen, on a Delco level, uh, I was fine, you know, but on a national level, wasn't going to happen. No, not even close. It's funny because I, I, we, as I said many times before, when I was up in New York, my little league team was the Phillies Mm -hmm. and we dominated. I I don't think I actually ever touched a baseball during the entire run Mm. of that because I was stuck way out in the outfield because the, the, the coach's family was all in the infield and and the kids and they were good. I can't help argue but so it actually getting that first place didn't mean as much you know right. so i can see the dynamics of third place when you didn't even really you know just being there is enough as opposed yeah. to i was almost there yeah. is where you get the disconnect so steve the only thing about that national catholic thing that i can uh, the, the feather in my cap is that i did not come in last place second to last place ah. Okay. That's good, too. All right. That's all right. So, anyhow, makes sense to me, but uh, the science kind of backs that up. That, uh, what they're yes. saying, though, is by all means, carry a grudge. Carry a <laughs> grudge with carry you. Carry a grudge and let it fester. All right. Let's go shopping. Let's see what else we can find here. Uh, we need we need a, uh, a a nice, sweet story. We'll go over to where the, uh, the candy jar is on the counter. This is from uh, last week. Uh, the president of North Macedonia... Walked an 11-year-old girl with Down syndrome to school after hearing that she had been bullied at school. Well, that's terrible, right? Yeah. Uh. But what the president did was pretty fantastic. Mm. President uh, Stevo... Oh, uh, from Jackass. uh, Pendrovsky uh, held uh, Embla Adima's hand as they walked to school. Um, The president's office said in a press release, the president said that the behavior of those who endangered children's rights is unacceptable, especially when it comes to children with uh, atypical development. Uh, He also talked uh, with her parents about the challenges that the family faces on a daily basis. He said uh, the release said they they should not only enjoy the rights they deserve, but also feel equal and welcome in the school desks and schoolyard. It is our obligation as a state, but also as individuals. And the key element in this common mission is that it is empathy. Yes. She had the girl point out the kids who bullied her, and they they threw him in prison. Well, I you think, know what? Yeah. Like, I, 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 I clap him in irons. <laughs> Get out of here! Thousand percent blame. Listen, the kids obviously yeah. need to be accountable for their actions, but I blame their parents because the you know they're they're all properly they they won't do. And I'm saying this because my friend's daughter uh, is going through cancer right now, and she went to school for the first time a couple of weeks ago with no hair, and two kids made fun of her, and oh. I was like, "Are uh... you effing kidding me?" And she's really cool about it. She's like, just you know, she's like, ah, you know, you know, they're just knuckleheads and blah blah. Can I ask like, what age? Uh, high school, um, oh, uh, like uh, junior, senior high school. Come on, man. <laughs> I know. Like, listen, listen, and and uh, kids do stupid things. They do. Yeah, they they Little really kids. do. And and they they if they. Um, one day they they might see the error of their ways and mm-hmm. and listen and and, and Hold things, out hope. yeah and things can happen and and they can they can cause uh, permanent mental scars and so on and you don't want that to happen uh, but hopefully they can learn from examples yeah. that uh, you know the way to treat other people uh, is important yeah. you always it's, learn throughout life it's something you never hopefully never stop because we all mistreat people from time to time yep yep and hopefully you learn from that yeah the way so and i just call the president of uh scandals called macedonia macedonia <laughs> north macedonia <laughs> yeah yeah and he'll come and walk yeah okay. so can i thought that was can you walk great. me to work i thought that was great yeah. that okay. is awesome all right here i also think this is great on a wholly different thing now we're headed into the uh the grocery aisle uh, and it's also the, uh, this is also the perfume aisle. A new perfume from the Idaho Potato Commission. Potatoes? Purportedly, 
to give off the aroma of French fries in all their greasy, salty splendor. I love this. So if you were to think of a smell that I, that I just, I love, I love the smell of French fries. I had thought about as a topic, what is the best smelling food? Right. Uh, that there is. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, I can address this because well, you're gonna say right bacon. Oh, bacon and uh, in the house is oh, bacon wonderful. cookies. Uh, bacon cookies are good, but listen, here's something that's I think um, underappreciated: the smell of frying farts. Uh, farts. Is Your so own. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, no. Uh, peppers and onions being fried up. I just peppers and onions. But I prob- like that, but I don't, I don't put that as one of the. I traits. think it smells amazing. It just doesn't taste as good as it smells. Fried huh. food in general, yeah, like, yeah. Ch- ch- like chicken fingers or anything that, uh, yeah. uh, and it's the stuff I would really not eat on a regular basis. Right, but it's so enticing. I love the smell of abba peppers and onions. The, the <laughs> abba peppers and onions, yeah, delicious. It's good for breakfast. Yeah. Uh, the marketing on this is amazing. The bottle is beautiful. Yes, uh, yeah. I love the the label on it. Well, and the, the name is Fritz, <laughs> which is what they call them in France. Yeah. French fries are called Fritz. Uh, except what you guys are saying. Now, I I like the majority of the foods that you were talking about. However, I cannot go to a breakfast restaurant because I will leave smelling like the uh, home fries that they've cooked, the bacon that they've it's fried. All good. I can't. Uh, yeah. I can't take it. It will ruin my day. If, if <laughs> I'm not kidding you, listen. I went to Hibachi. I went to Hibachi. I smell like it. It yeah. ruins yeah, but those things. Smell great. No, no, no. Disgusting. Okay. I went to Hibachi last night and I had to put my hair in a ponytail to make sure that it didn't mm-hmm. smell like the grill after I left. I wore a jacket yeah. that I don't wear on it on a normal basis because I didn't want to wake up this morning, put my jacket on, and have that smell in it. What's oh. up with this chick? <laughs> it's this... like anything. It's like the perfume. If it stays with me all day, it gives me a headache. Mm. Hmm. No, you do have a very sensitive schnoz. But like, I love, I love home fries. They're they're great. I love, you know, I like pancakes. But if I cook them in my house, I stay in my pajamas so that I can take the clothes off, shower. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Shower and then get ready for you the day. Because if my take... clothes smell like it, it's I, no, I, no. It's you not have to take a post pancake preparation yes. shower. Yep, <laughs> yep. Kathy. Yes. You know I love you, but yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so many I, I open it. It'll be Kath. freezing, and I have to, like, at least crack the, the door, the slider door in the breakfast area. <laughs> wow. wow. The, um... <laughs> Kath, the way Kathy's I smell cooking pancakes, everyone open the doors and windows. My but like, God. But like baking, like cookies and stuff like that, that doesn't, for whatever reason, it doesn't stay. You don't like the fry. The fr- stuff that's like. No, but that doesn't, it's a, any, I think it's anything. If it stays, I can, mm-hmm. even if it's like nice smelling, okay. if, if it stays you with me like all it. day, it's giving me a headache. All right. I think we have to break down your smelling question into categories because okay. like uh, chocolate chip cookies probably. Number is number one for me, but I would sweet and savory, yeah, yeah, or like a desserts versus a main course or whatever. Because uh, garlic and butter and onions being cooked, like and prepped prep for like mm. some kind of like pasta dish for what I think that for me that sets off the senses. Have you ever this happened to us one time where I literally was following my, following my nose uh-huh. because we were we were in Stone Harbor <laughs> and I was starving and we're walking through the little downtown area, yeah, and we were in this. <laughs> There's kind of a, a, a it's not inside, but there's a group yes. of, of uh, yeah, group of buildings that, that are kind of enclosed, okay? And I'm walking around, and I was starving. All of a sudden, I smell pizza. And I'm like, <laughs> where is that coming yeah. from? And I literally started heading in the direction. No, it's not that way. <laughs> it's over here. It's come over on, the shelf. Boy, come come on, here. It's come over on. this way. <laughs> 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 
bloodhounds. Yeah, and and it was oh my god, it smelled so good. And here's it. Actually, I wasn't starving. We had already eaten. Yeah. I was full, and it smelled so good. Wow. And we went over that way, and I made note of the place. I forgot the name of it. It's like Surf something or the other. Second Surf, surf or something. Anyway. Remember, yeah. But I'm, I'm like, that smells so damn good. You went back, so, didn't you? Yeah, we did, and it was excellent. So I think pizza has a great right. smell to it. Wait, one time we have friends who live in Spain, and they were over <laughs> visiting, and they were staying uh, at my parents' house, and they were cooking dinner for us before uh, they left to go home. They had like, I think it was like four onions chopped up and they were sauteing them. And, you know, I I was sitting in the house. I Did left. you move? Oh, my God. Wait. So, yeah. you know, thank God it wasn't my house. It was my mom's house, my parents' house. Uh, so afterwards, you know, of course, the jacket, everything. I go home, I shower. And I, I remember I came here, came to work the next day. And I was like, why do I still smell it? Where is it? Like, wow. I mean, like in your hair? No, it was on. I'm not kidding. It was on the strap of my purse. Oh it was my God. the strap was a material. <laughs> it wasn't a leather. I had to leave my purse outside uh, to air out. Listen, I think fried onions will stick with you. Um, so, like, if, if you go to a, a cheesesteak joint, yep, and they've got the giant, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. All, a pile of I onions on the grill, yeah. And like, I remember going to gyms and and leaving out because you stand in line for a while inside. And I remember leaving several occasions. Yeah. And later that day, I'm like, I still smell like it. I so, still absolutely, it had to have been the onions. Kathy comes home, come, you come home from a, like a diner the way an assault victim would return to home. You just you strip <laughs> off your clothing. I, I mean, it, it's, yeah. I mean, to get, and also that just on the strap of your pocketbook I could smell was it. enough. And oh, it my was God. driving me. And the thing is, is, I like I love diners. I love going yeah. and having breakfast. It's I enjoy the food. I just can't take the smell on me later. And press, the, um, the way you talk about gyms is the same way with donkeys. It's If you go in there to okay. eat, uh, you, you you just go home and, and take your clothes off and throw them right in the washer. I thought it's, you meant actual donkeys when you first said that. No, no, no. no, 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 no yeah, in I love candy. these donkeys. Yeah. They're so nice. Now, do you smell like cheese steaks or cigarettes when you come out of there? It's like an old school bar, right? Yeah, no, 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 but cheesesteaks and, and fried onions and okay, stuff. Yeah, right. that's definitely. By the way, Shell texted me, it's a Seven Mile Pizza in okay. Stone Harbor. That was with Seven Mile Pies. That's what it's called. It's a big pie. <laughs> so, yeah, so they, they created this perfume that's supposed to smell just like French fries. Uh, it's called Fritz by Idaho. Uh, <laughs> by Idaho. Limited edition fragrance, and it was going for $1.89 per 1.7 ounce bottle on their website, and then it sold out. Uh, but a giveaway promising more bottles of the Tater Spray, uh, I guess, ended this past Sunday. But if it's this popular, they'll probably make some more. I, I'd imagine. like to smell it. I'd like to yeah. see how close they, they get. Now, you know, yeah. there, there are companies there that actually make a uh, a smell like, like an enticing smell to be pumped in and out of restaurants sometimes. Mm. So you can put them in. You can have sort of like, uh, um, not like atomizers, but things that create that smell because yeah. it is a trigger for people. Yeah. Makes them hungry. We had the people at Disney saying that they would, would uh, pump no smells out. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for, you know, enticing customers to get over and eat. By the way, Kathy, speaking of scents, I'm wearing my gray flannel today. Oh, you are? Oh. <laughs> you want to smell me later on. All right, um, let's head somewhere else in the general store. Up everybody! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how about this? Uh, the pandemic hasn't killed rush hour. It's just spread the traffic out throughout the day now. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, the TomTom Tom Traffic Index from 2021 shows that the rise of home offices and flexible work hours means that there were fewer cars on the road last year. 
during traditional peak times, particularly particularly during the morning commute. But in some cities, there was a new late morning peak around 11 a.m., and the evening rush began earlier at 3 or 4 p.m. Yeah. So these pandemic-driven changes vary by city, often depending on the particular city's COVID restrictions and the nature of its workforce. Do you notice that around here? I am not on the road around those times. I so like to. I pre- don't like I, Preston. Yeah. Even though I'm I, I'm not commuting, I will get out and drive in the commute just to get you know just to be <laughs> part of it. Just, I love it, and it's such a communal thing. But the uh, um, it is stepping. I, it, it has stepped up. I've noticed that throughout it, the day, a lot more traffic. You'd say. Well, I don't. Yeah, there there is some throughout the day, but um, I mean, as far as like back to morning rush and and you know the evening commute, it's definitely more back to normal than it had been for a really long time. But I think this is right in that. Um, we're seeing it start even earlier. You know, it's wild. And it goes later, too. We were driving out to dinner last night, my wife and I, and uh, so we're going down 309, and we're passing by a couple of office buildings. At, and, um, the, again, you, you are still looking at these basic, these hollow, empty buildings that are not being used now this still. One, yeah. where we work. Right. I mean, Philadelphia Insurance just let a whole lot of people go last week. And Ooh. so I, it's weird because, obviously, you know, some people are returning to, to hybrid, or, or some people are not going to return at all. They're just going to always work from home. Uh, it is. It makes you look at the city with all this office space, yeah. and they were talking about what they were going to do, like years ago, decades ago, when there was a similar not not a pandemic, but there was a similar shift in the economy and how people were working. They converted a lot of the buildings that at that time were office buildings into apartments. But you can't you can't convert a cubicle farm with Florida ceiling windows mm. that has no plumbing. Right. I mean, that, you're talking about extensive work. What's going to happen to those buildings? I think uh, maybe urban uh, paintball. You know, you can do I it. love yeah, that, man. That would be really cool. Yeah, um, press. I wonder if the early um, evening um, jump the, that like three to four o'clock has anything to do with like schools letting out. Mm, no, why uh, schools let out prior to? Yeah, no, they I know that. But... They haven't changed that. Yeah, it's just said that the, that the evening rush hour began earlier. So data shows that in 2021, drivers in New York City. Lost more than three days' time to traffic, while those in Atlanta, Tampa, Florida, and Washington, D.C. lost two days to traffic. And those in Minneapolis spent 23 hours in traffic last year. What percentage is uh, comprised of people like me who just like to go out and drive around in rush hour? They didn't cover that okay. study. Uh, of Overall, congestion levels in North America were down 14% in 2021 compared to 2019. And at traditional peak hours, traffic dropped 31%. But what's not clear yet is if the changes in traffic patterns uh, could be one of the lasting trends of the pandemic as they large as that largely hinges on whether remote work continues to be the trend or not. Uh, but yeah, so there's this earlier afternoon rush and there's a later morning rush. Interesting. That has apparently lingered around for a while. I find if you want to get out and about easily and try, and do so in a, in a manner that's unfettered, uh, just leave wherever you're going at about four ten in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, Steve, All if right. you get up at 2 in the morning yeah. and you think that it's 4 in the oh, morning. Then you have an even quicker, <laughs> right. easier path. I've done that a few times. I wonder if it's uh, affecting our listeners at all. Because, you know, people get up and, and when they drive into work, they hopefully listen to our show in the process. I, I, like, I wonder if listening, like people that used to listen to maybe the Bizarre File every day, 
are now listening to the break in the 8 o'clock hour. It's funny how the breakdown has affected, like, years ago. We were talking about this. The streaming number would have been, oh, well, oh, that's interesting. What is that? Now the amount of the streaming percentage is so prominent that it's become, like, a major thing. Something we would just dismiss a while ago is now absolutely very important. Or just sitting at home and watching on YouTube. Yeah. Some text coming in saying, I've noticed it in Levittown. I thought I was going crazy. Uh, Another one says, totally uh, driving around the city all day, and I totally agree that this is true. Does it make the city or easy to navigate in classic Ugh, rush hours? Mm. I want to die. When, if I get caught by City Hall mm. around oh, rush hour, man. either rush hour, yep. extended or not, I want to just get out of the car, set it on fire, and leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it can get really, really ugly. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see if, if this stuff, we're going to have to wait another year to see if it, you know, if it lingers or not or stay, these patterns are consistent. So, One of uh, my friends that uh, that I salsa danced with just texted me and said, uh, last time we danced, you smelled like pancakes. I just wanted to <laughs> let you know. Wow. <laughs> what? What's I have to tell you something. You smell like pancakes. <laughs> see, what? pancakes smell great. I love pancakes. They smell fantastic. Yeah. It would be great to smell like pancakes. That, to me, that's a pleasant. Yeah. Like diarrhea. No. 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 Not so much. No. Yeah. Agreed. You're not going to see that in perfume form. No. I have another traffic-related thing, uh, because it has to do with cars. Is this the road cone section of the store? It is. It is. Yes. It's the automotive section. Yeah. So, uh, Tesla is recalling over 500,000 vehicles in the United States due to its boombox feature. A 2020 update that allows drivers to play sounds such as a bleeding goat or fart noise outside of the vehicle. I like that. Uh, the boombox feature allowed drivers to play preset or custom sounds from an external speaker while the vehicle is moving. But the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration said that the boombox feature may hinder pedestrians' ability to hear a mandatory warning sound, increasing the risk of a crash. Uh-huh. So th- they were calling the vehicles for that? Can't they just do a, 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 an update? That's what they're. Well, that's a good question. Um, Isn't that just a just a software update? Don't know. Yeah, yeah, don't know. You would think they would be able to to do that because that's part of the. That's one of the big things that, that Tesla's known for. Tesla yeah. is they can just send those updates right. like that, and and you don't have to take it in unless they actually have a fart machine built into the vehicle. The pedestrian warnings are required in all electric and hybrid vehicles. The NHTSA said because EVs are quieter than cars with internal combustion engines. So the, it was very cool. It's like with the new, um, like the Audi, the e-tron. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have they're sort of like like a, a Cylon. I yeah, that's that. our, yeah. our uh, we have a Pacifica. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like... Yeah. Uh, cool. But my friend, uh, they just got a Tesla, and I'm pretty sure they said that they can make their horn a fart sound. Yes. Yeah. That's what this yeah. is. Yeah, that's what that is. Okay. Yes. So this is the boombox feature, and they're getting rid of that. Uh, and Elon Musk blamed uh, the recall on, quote, the fun police. Is can it- you... Can you- so I've I've had a few uh, you know I've, uh, as a pedestrian I've been walking along and electronic cars EVs are coming up I I hear the tires on the pavement I hear I yeah. hear I hear the engine at some level running even though it's quiet um, have you guys ever been caught off guard I yes. have uh, on my bike I have okay yeah I just I haven't you know because you can hear you know cars coming from behind and right. and so I was uh, turning at one point in a presidential street and I heard a fart that was a horn uh, yeah. and and uh, you know I, I kind of glanced as I was about to make a left hand turn I was like oh crap there's a car right here right yeah. right what's yeah. the uh, the command with Tesla where you can say something like open butthole and the doors will go up right I forgot what it is mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. I think if is it the trunk 
No, I think the doors will will swing open. Wow. And, and I wonder if the fun police, like you referenced in the story, are going to uh, cancel that, too. I but... doubt that. This just has to do with sound going outside. I got you. Okay. That's it. So uh, the pedestrians might get confused. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah, but literally, mm-hmm. if you're sitting inside or outside, I guess, you can say open butthole and the doors will open up. That's mm. kind of cool. Butthole! <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the old honking horns definitely were, you know. Yeah. I, I know that, that that was a popular sound on the... Uh, what, like these ones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it true, and I heard this over the weekend, uh, but I didn't uh, Google it to find out if it was true or not. Uh, did Elon Musk actually not uh, invent the uh, the Tesla, and did he just pay to have his name put on... I haven't seen that. Okay. Yeah. I have no idea. I, I, I know he invented. As far as I knew, he was the inventor, but he invented the Whopper. Yeah, you know that. did he? Yeah. Oh, I knew somebody who invented the taco salad. <laughs> they probably should get together. Uh, He's the, the product architect of Tesla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I had heard that he paid to have that title. That he actually wasn't the architect or anything. That he just paid a boatload of money to be able to slap that title on top of it. I don't know. I, I, I have no know. idea. Yeah. Get him on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> let's find out. Yeah. Uh, by the Leave way, me alone. <laughs> this is Tesla's uh, fourth recall in two weeks. By the way, there was a, a story from a couple of weeks ago, and there are so many stories. This is why we do segments like this, so I can make sure that these stories get out there. But <clears throat> you saw the one where this uh, kid had a uh, a tracker that tracked his private jet. Yes, <clears throat> a, bu- and- a bunch of wealthy <clears throat> people's jets. But uh, Musk wanted it gone. And uh, the guy said, uh, okay, $50,000, and I'll get rid of it. He was doing Musk. He was doing Jeff Bezos. He yeah. was doing, there were a number of them that was allowing wow. him to track private jet flights. Uh, and they were like, eh, we're not too fond of this. Right. Yeah. But so I don't know it. what the story is. Yeah. There's nothing illegal. No. Uh, I so. think he was using equipment, by the way, that he bought on Amazon. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what the, I, and initially I think that uh, that he wanted to pay like $5,000, uh, Musk did, and the guy's like, no, I think we can go a little bit more than that. He's got the you loot. You have yeah. a little bit of cash. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. All right, speaking of money, we'll do one more quick story, and then uh, we'll move along. This is the money aisle. <laughs> Jim Mattress Mac. McIngvale huh? lost $9.5 million betting on the Cincinnati Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Jesus. Uh, Mc, uh, McIngvale is a beloved icon in Houston where he owns gallery furniture, has garnered natural attention by placing big sports bets and attempting to mitigate his losses with promotional giveaways at his store. Well, this was the guy, if I recall correctly, during that ice storm situation in Texas, opened up his stores for people to have beds to sleep on and all that stuff. Oh, wow. Yes, I believe that's the story. Uh, the Bengals covered the four-point spread, but McIngvale bet on the money line, meaning uh-huh. that, that he needed them to win. But at the same time, he ran a promotion that offered customers who spent at least $3,000 on mattresses and furniture at his store their money back if the Bengals won as well. So he was covering. <laughs> that's essentially what he did. He yeah. covered that. Wow. So if you come and you spend this money... If the Bengals win, you get your money back. So everybody goes and buys all this stuff right then and there, right. hoping that they're going to get their money back. He places this big bet. Smart. And if he loses, 
Either way, it's not going to fully even no. out, but it's going to mitigate some He's of those covering losses. The, the, and look at all the promotion he gets. And he gets all the promotion. Uh, the loss on top of we losses. We should do that. We should offer a listener $9 million. Okay. <laughs> uh, and we'll do something creative. The loss on top of losses on Alabama in the national title game and future bets on the New England Patriots and Tennessee Titans has resulted in $18 million in betting losses since the calendar turned to 2022. So if you stop and think about this Super Bowl and think about all the betting apps and betting sites and all the... This had to be the most bet-on Super Bowl in history, right? With all the active ways to bet now? Maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Uh, He lost $2 million on New England to win the Super Bowl at 20-1 to odds. He lost $700,000 on uh, the Titans to win the Super Bowl. Uh, which was $850,000 future bet. Could you imagine losing? So take the percentage that would pertain to you, and you just want to die. And uh, he lost $6.15 million on Alabama to win the college football playoff. Uh, he drove across the border to Louisiana early Friday morning, pulled over to rest stop, and placed a $5 million bet on Caesar Sportsbook mobile app at uh, plus 170 odds. Uh, last week, McIngvale uh, placed a $4.5 million money line bet on the Bengals to win at Caesar Sportsbook in Louisiana for Jesus. a total of $9.5 million on the underdog team from Cincinnati. On those apps, I mean, they will allow you to place a multi-million dollar bet like that? <laughs> yes, so. Uh, in fact, uh, yeah, Caesar Sportsbook said the $5 million Bengals bet was the largest single wager the company has ever taken. You just have to click that box that says, I agree to the terms. Uh, eclipsing a $4.9 million bet on the heavily favored Rams to wow. beat uh, the Patriots in uh, Super Bowl. Uh, what Super Bowl is that? I don't know. XXX. <laughs> when you were uh, playing 59. as Mr. Devereaux at the casinos, um, and you don't have to say the amount, but uh, did you ever take a big hit? Uh, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like walk out of the casino down? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, a like couple grand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but but it was it would go up and down and up and down and up and down. And eventually right. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm spinning my wheels here. It's better than losing a whole time. Sure, yeah. But I was, uh, I, I decided that wasn't fun anymore. <laughs> Off uh, came the eye patch. So McInvale said the furniture business is typically slow around the Super Bowl, but he was happy with the turnout at his store the past two weeks, which he called beyond booming. He said we're busier than ever, uh, and it was absolutely good for us. It brings in tons of new customers. Do you know what his number one item that he sells is? No. Three-legged stool. Probably. Oh, yeah. my God. They're all the rage now. <laughs> Love this thing. First time in Texas, and I'm going to visit this store. Known for their three-legged stools. All right, so anyhow, we are done. We got to close up shop, gang. Ah, time to visit, or leave, I should say, the general store. That's Preston waving at you on the porch with his pants down. Flipping the sign Making over. Seen gestures. <laughs> pointing to his backside. Well, y'all come back now, you hear uh, maybe, maybe give him a little bit. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back in a moment. I got some bizarre file stories. I think you're going to dig. We're also going to talk to actor Bruce Davison, yeah, uh, who's on Ozark season four. He's from Philadelphia, and uh, I'm sure he's got some great stories. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity on Demand. Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app today to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks. Use it to view the weekly ad, clip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop any way you want. 
in-store, delivery, or drive up and go. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver it right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Real quick, shout out before we get to the uh, bizarre file. I got this email. It says, hey, guys, I'm in the process of moving to the U.K. Mm-hmm. And I've already started working U.K. hours. So I'm starting to get an idea of what it's like for y'all radio folks <laughs> to wake up at 4 a.m. and start working. And my best friend Brian came down from Boston for the weekend to help me pack and hang out before I go. We grew up listening to you guys dating back to 2004. And uh, we're laughing at the last episode podcast over the weekend while packing. Anyway, requesting a shout out to my best friend since we were six months old. Thanks. Uh, and he says, fresh foods, local flavors. Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Here's a shout out. <laughs> Uh, for your buddy Brown, Brian, fresh foods, local flavors. Have you known anybody that long in your life to have to go back to like a, like super little kids to have a, a friend like that that I stay in touch with? Yeah, now. I texted uh, uh, my uh, friend Tracy Lewis yesterday. I've known, and I realized when I, I texted her how that, far back? Uh, first crush of my entire life. Wow, first grade, and so I've known her for forty two years. It was her birthday God. yesterday. She lives in North Carolina. That's amazing. But I've known her since first grade, and uh, it, it was really you know the fact that we still keep in touch at all is remarkable. Stunning. But, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, my no. um, my oldest friend is Mike. Um, he's my next door neighbor, and so I'm a year and a half older than him. So, year and a half uh, from forty six. I, I, mean, I, yeah. I can't even wrap my mind around that. Yeah, yeah. and well, I just my, talked uh, to him the other day. My first best friend, uh, who I you know you have a series of best yeah. friends, uh, if, especially if you moved around like I did. Um, but uh, yeah, this guy named Brad, and on uh, every. Several years will kind of reconnect a little bit here and there, but that was in kindergarten. Yeah, that's when we uh, we uh, became friends. I, I mean, outside of a comedy, a couple of comedy friends that that are like you know that that are back a bit, nothing like what you guys have going back that far to like elementary school. Yeah, and, yeah. that's crazy. But six six months. That's yeah. uh, how long they've been buds. So good for you guys. All right, let's do the bizarre file. Here we go. No. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you by Horizon. Call today to have all your plumbing needs installed or fixed the same day or it is free. Well, you got plenty of time for it. Schedule today at horizonservices.com. So, an American Airlines flight was diverted to Kansas City International Airport in Missouri on Sunday afternoon because of an unruly passenger. And listen, we get these every other day. Uh, but this one has an interesting end to it. So there was a passenger interfering interfe- interfering with the flight crew. Uh, the inv- individual was taken into custody. A resident of Washington, D.C. was aboard the flight and told CNN that he saw a fl- flight attendant yelling to another flight attendant to turn the lights on. The plane began rapidly descending. That's not good. More people went up to the front of the plane to help hold the passenger down. The passenger was trying to get into the cockpit and open the plane door, and a flight attendant... Used a coffee pot to hit the man over the oh, head. Man. So they weren't messing man. around. And there's video of, of you can hear these people yelling at, at the guy to, to, you know. They got to give these guys some, like tasers or something to control. I mean, somebody's making a run for the cockpit. Yeah. Uh, when the flight landed, police and the FBI came on board. And the passenger was uh, rescheduled. Uh, passengers were rescheduled on another flight. Not that guy. 
I don't think he was getting rid of it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for rebooking me. I appreciate it. I know I went a little crazy there, but I promise to be good for this one. All right. I love this. A Southern California-based small business is facing Nike's wrath. And, Kathy, you'll like this for a couple of reasons. Uh, after choosing the name Just Suck It. <laughs> okay. So, owner Andrea Galbraith says that she decided to purchase the domain name in advance of starting a succulent-themed blog. <laughs> so, suck is spelled S-U-C-C, just right. suck it. That's great. And after she lost her social worker job during the pandemic, she began selling succulent gift arrangements, personalized planters, gift boxes, and other succulent-themed items. She created an LLC with the Just Suck It name in July of 2020 and then sought to uh, trademark it in April of this past year. That's great. Soon after the trademark was published on January 4th, Galbraith got a notice from the United States Patent and Trademark Office informing her that Nike has filed an opposition notice to the trademark due to its similarity to their Uh. Just Do It slogan. I know that's what the lawyers get paid to do in this case, but she's just a small I mean, come on. Succulent thing. Let Let it go. Let her have it. She took her story to TikTok, hoping to get advice from other users about how to fix Nike's cease and desist, which... Uh, she got just days after posting her video on TikTok. Kathy, uh, would you be con- would you consider selling her the "lick my ass" uh, that you, <laughs> you trademarked? Uh, Nike has deep pockets, so it's unclear if Galbraith's TikTok post will be enough to encourage the company to back off. All right, what's meant to be? We'll come back to you. A British man who lost his dentures in a public recycling bin in Spain 11 years ago. Wow! Was stunned when they showed up in his mail recently. Paul Bishop, who is 63, listen to this, said he'd been celebrating a friend's 50th birthday in Spain 11 years ago when he drank too much, needed to puke, so he threw up into a recycling bin. He didn't realize that he was missing his teeth until making it to the next bar. (laughs) His friends went back and searched for the dentures with no success. He was shocked this week to get the package, which contained a note saying the dentures had been in storage for many years before being sent for a DNA test to find the owner. It's pretty amazing. Bishop said his teeth no longer fit in his mouth, uh, but he is considering putting them on display at the Ridge Hill Lane Working Men's Club where he works as the general manager. That's pretty amazing. So he's going to put them up in a little display and have them sit on the shelf for people to see. You hear stories like that all the time of dentures getting separated from their owners and they, you know, they're, they're... Somehow make it through the highways and stuff and find their way back home. It's heartwarming. Yeah, isn't it, though? Uh, In Ohio, Hudson, Ohio Mayor Craig Schubert has submitted his resignation less than a week after raising concern at a city city council meeting that ice fishing (laughs) could ultimately lead... To prostitution. Yes. All right. And that's when the whores come in. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to stamp out this blight of ice hookers. <clears throat> the city of Hudson said Schubert submitted his resignation on Monday morning. His comments on the ice fishing and prostitution connection from last Tuesday city council meeting quickly took social media by storm. And that's when the whores come in. <laughs> he said, if you open this up to ice fishing, yeah. which while on the surface it sounds good, then what happens next year? Does somebody come back and say, I want an ice shanty in Hudson Springs Park for X amount of time? Yeah. And if you follow, if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Prostitution. You know what they say? Shanties lead to panties. He said, and now you have the police chief and the police department involved. Just some data points to consider. Uh, And then he tried to back it up later on saying, I was joking. Yeah. I was trying to, it was my attempted humor. 
Uh, Hudson City Council will now work to appoint a replacement for the mayor's office. That person will serve until the general election this November when the mayor's office is up for a vote. Pennsylvania State Police said that a 75-year-old woman died after a fall Sunday morning on a closed hiking trail at Glen on- Onoco oh, Falls oh, yeah, in Carbon County. Yeah, yeah. Kathy. Yeah, so they're saying don't go there anymore. So it, there's only one part where uh, I think most of the people get hurt, and we didn't. It's the very last part, and that's what is we, it closed off. Well, when, it's been closed for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But people still go. People still go. That's yeah. the thing. You you can still go there and you can still hike it. Um, yeah, that last part, I was like, I knew that that's what it was, and even looking at it, it looks a little dangerous. I mean, I think we probably could have done it, but yeah. that's probably what most people think that fall and die. Is it at the top of the waterfall? Is yeah. it in? Okay, yeah. so uh, troopers were called to the state game lands near Lehigh George or is it Gorge State Park, um, and were met by personnel from the Jim Thorpe Fire Department. Uh, fire and EMS personnel had carried the victim down the mountain from the near uh, the first waterfalls over treacherous, steep, ice-covered terrain. Well, mm. yeah, if it's ice-covered, come on. Uh, the woman was taken to St. Luke's Hospital in the county where she was pronounced dead. Oh, that's the victim terrible. was a member of the Philadelphia Korean Hiking Club. So they were from, so this, she, they were from here. Right. Uh, and so they were, they were avid hikers. Yeah, the club had chartered a bus to the trail, which had been permanently closed in 2019 due to dangerous conditions. Uh, there had been at least 10 deaths there since the 1970s. Uh, despite being shut, the scenic waterfall trail continued to be a draw for hikers. And is the whole trail closed? Nick, didn't didn't we think that it was just that portion? Well, parts of it are, and I think parts of it are seasonal, too. So, um, I, I, you know, if it's really icy, it's even worse. Right. All right. There you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. Pay attention to the signs, folks. The warning signs, for sure. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Don't forget, today is a Tuesday, and it means we got some free ink. Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. Text word tattoo to 39333, and you, by the end of the show, might win a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Check them out on Instagram, at Floating World Tattoos. They're at uh, 1729 South Street in Philly. We'll be back in a moment. Preston and Steve's latest Daily Rush video answers, yeah, a couple of personal questions about Kathy Romano. What exactly are we talking about? Head over to WMMR.com and discover this one for yourself. Kathy got an email from somebody who said that they uh, will eat bacon only in their pajamas. <laughs> so that their clothes don't smell the rest of the day. Yes, that it was w- Denise, right? Well, no, that that was uh, one email I got. No, Denise eats it in her underwear. Yeah, yeah. So, that in none her of underwear. The, so that none of the clothes smell. Her clothes don't oh smell God. like bacon. <laughs> I would like that smell. Yeah. I love that. Smell. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so yesterday, finally, I went. I know we have these warmer temperatures coming up, and we had the snow the other day. Uh, but I went and got my uh, car washed. I got the cheapest wash possible because. Yeah. I know that um, there's more to come. <laughs> well, it's going to melt. It's going to melt the next couple of days. The roads are going to get wet again. There's still, yeah. there's still salt all over the road. And you got mm-hmm. you got to get the salt off your the it's, undercarriage. It's going to get it all over yep. again. But uh, and and I had, I like right after the snow came and went this last time, not this time, but the time right. before. I went and of course I couldn't get into the <laughs> yeah, car wash because <laughs> they were just mobbed with people. But we were talking about uh, car washes uh, the other day, and Kathy revealed about. 
something to us about her relationship with car wash. Yeah, well, so I did the same thing uh, when we had that last snowstorm. The car was a mess, and I had to go through. And the, the one that I go to, you drive through it. There's another one where you get out, and the car will go through, and you sort of just wait. You can wave to it. Yeah, you, well, you wait. Yeah. Hi, car. Yeah, exactly. You're almost done, buddy. Um, but I went through the drive-through one, and... Uh, yeah, so I I realized that I do something every time I go through the drive-through, and it's because I'm afraid of something. What do you do in the car wash? Um, so when you get to the, I'm okay with the, the soaping. I'm the okay brushes. with the rinsing. I'm okay with the brushes. Oh. It's the dryer. Oh no! Oh, what? Really? What? You're like a dog. There's got to be somebody <laughs> whose windshield has shattered because of the dryer. It shakes. So I have to, here's what I do, right? So I pull the visor down and I turn to the back because if my windshield is going to shatter, I don't want the pieces of of glass to hit me in the face. Oh my God. So I look back, I I look at the back of the car when we go through the dryer. Hey, here comes the lady that pleasures herself when the fans come (laughs) up. That's so (laughs) funny. So I know. I wonder, I'm I'm sorry, I I wonder what speed the air is, is coming out if it's like, Slower than your car is driving, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like if you're going 60 miles an hour, is the air coming now? Mind you, it could conceivably be, but you, 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 your car is set to handle your windshields yeah. set to handle a fair amount is of air. Yeah. You can, I, I don't know if your car is shaking, funny. Kathy, but no, what, the windshield, like the windshield well, wipers that, are shaking, the side mirrors shake a little bit. Uh-huh. There's, okay, there's a little I thought you were saying there. That, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous when I go through there. I thought you you meant like the windshield that was actually shaking. No, the wipers are, are definitely shaking, but <laughs> the car She's might, not sure that the windshield isn't shaking. Uh, might uh, shake exactly, a little bit. Steve. That's funny. <laughs> um, so, but that's the only part of it because some people I would imagine are afraid of the brushes and all that stuff. And, and I, I always, um, the, the one part that, that would freak me out a little bit about a car wash. And when I was a kid, I might've been scared of the car wash. And then when you would go to the ones that when you get out of the car and watch it go through, that mm-hmm. was really cool. Yeah. I, I love that. But is the, one of the first things you go through which is the giant drapery uh-huh. of that that just kind of goes back and forth, yeah, and, and, and it it kind of hits your car, flat. Yeah. It's a sound, flat, <laughs> yeah. yeah. all over your car. I think that probably freaked me out a little bit as a kid. I loved. Uh, it I doesn't lo- bother me now. It was the most magical thing in the world was to go through the car wash and see all the the brushes coming and all that yeah. stuff. I, I do the, uh, um, but I know a lot of people are actually. It's terrified, so they won't they won't do those kind of car washes. They'll do the ones where you get out. What I love seeing occasionally, and she'll be at one of these places, and the car will roll out because it's coming off the the belt. And you know? still, they mm-hmm. left and, it in drive. And, and, and it just, and you see the guys go, "Oh, you're running after the car to stop it." And I've seen that happen a couple of times. Yep. Did you guys know that uh, Kevin Gunn, who works down the hall, uh, his car, uh, he was going through a car wash, and, and his car died in the middle of the car wash. No, uh, so um, he was. St- <laughs> He was stuck in there. They had to turn the thing off. <laughs> it's a neutral, though. Wouldn't well, we? yeah, but, but like when it was over, Steve, he couldn't move forward at all because it's, it's just completely like, died. It was the most embarrassing. He didn't know what to do. Yeah. Started honking yeah. his horn. I guess. Yeah, he had yeah. to get out. So he's in the car. He's in the oh, car. Wow. And he had, so they had to turn it off. He was so. Um, I'm sorry, Kevin, if you didn't want me to share this on the air, but like it's a good story. And and he was mortified, and so they had to they had to like push it out. Oh no! And, uh, and then you know get it serviced while he was at the um, at the car wash. That's pretty funny. Uh, by the way, I love this text. It says everything I've learned about Kathy this morning. I now know love.
love is real because her husband has stuck around through it all. Well, here's what I would suggest. Here's a perfect day for Kathy. You go to the diner, you eat some food, then you go to the car wash, and roll down the windows, yeah. and let those clean that, that clean the smell of the meal off of yes. you. Casey, did you go through for Kill Casey through a I car did. wash a couple okay. of times, yeah. What, what was that like? It was fine. It we was, put, we, yeah. Well, to finish that, we put him on the hood of a car. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. tied him onto it and took him through the car. And did it hurt or anything? No. No, no. no it didn't hurt at all. And, and as a matter of fact, uh, it was it was glorious. Okay. Uh, but I went through tw- at least twice. You did, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you did great. And who, who was in the studio at that? Pete Yorn? Yeah, really? Yeah, the musician. Was he? Pete oh, my God. Yeah. Singer-songwriter. <laughs> Hang on. I want to go to Lori because here's an option for you, Kathy. Hey, Lori, good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Lori? <laughs> What's up, guys? Yeah. Happy. It's okay. I do the exact same thing, except <laughs> I will drive out of the car wash. And, like, I've gone over the bump and, like, which stops the car wash to get away from the dryer. So, I- so to get to, when you get to the dryer part, you floor it and get out of there. I do. Because <sighs> I can't. B- because <laughs> for the same reason? But I'm like, cut. if you go over a bump, like, if you don't wait, it, like, shuts the car wash off. And I don't even care. I just floor it and go out because I hate the dryer, too. And then you just keep going. Oh, my God. That, that's... I just keep going. I get <laughs> that's on the road <laughs> No, because if you don't dry, you, you'll you'll get water the streaks. Water, well, that, yeah, that's why I wouldn't do that. Yeah. the watermarks. <laughs> so, Kathy, you prepare for for an explosion of, of, of glass. Pull my visor down and turn yeah. around and face the uh, back of the car. Do you pull your visor down, Lori? What do you, 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 you know, you just no, floor it. You don't I even worry. No, I, my both visors are down the whole time. So, but even still, like, I can't even stand the, the dryer. To, yeah, at least Kathy can go through the dryer. I mean, well, you're, you're better than me. <laughs> why do you go to that kind of car wash? Just go to one where you can get out of the car. We don't have any of those, do we? <laughs> okay. Right, hey, Lori, what, what is it? What is it, though? What is it about the dryers that, that you don't like? Well, it is really loud, but it's the same thing. As soon as you hit the dryer point, the whole car starts to shake. <laughs> and, the, like, the mirrors, the, the um, what do you, the windshield, I can't even talk. The windshield, everything. I can't stand it. I'm just afraid something's going to break. Yes. And so, so it just, it, it makes you nervous. It makes me so nervous. I just want to get out of there. Like, I just, <laughs> yeah. It, that, well, huh. God bless you. That's kind of, hey, Lori, <laughs> can I ask where you're from? I'm from, uh, well, right now I'm from Westchester, but I'm originally from Delco, Casey. Oh, Delco. I thought maybe it was a Bucks County yeah. thing. I wasn't yeah. sure. That would have been so, good. All right. Or maybe she had a bad experience with the tornadic action. Uh-huh. Thank you, Lori. <laughs> we appreciate it. Guys. All right. Oh I, of all of the, that is like... That's one of my favorite parts of the car wash. Yeah. I like watching the beads of water start to run, run off, off the, of the, uh-huh. the polish. If you yeah. get the polish, that, I love that. I, I love I love the spinning, the brushes or whatever the hell they are. All that yeah. stuff. I know. Like, but, I know what I, you're talking about the beads of water, but I can't yeah. watch it because I'm so distracted by no, the I, fact I, that I I've, might die. I find the the drying part to be kind of the most benign part of that whole. I mean, it's loud. Why don't you put it like a like a beauty mask on uh, over your eyes? But yeah. I have to get a helmet next yeah. time I go through. So my my car wash actually when you're Probably maybe about a quarter of the way through, it will actually project an image onto your uh, windshield. Do you guys have that at yours? No, it's, I'm it's, like, I, you, I mean, you could uh, you could sell advertising with that. Like, you could put a press. What is it? What's the image? Um, is it like a porn picture? It's not a porn picture. No, it, no, it's actual video. It's actually hardcore video. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh yeah, which is great. No, it's um just whatever Real- the. Soap that they use. Okay. Really? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Oh. Yeah, because there's there's some ads in the one that I go to. There's like a Rain-X ad, uh-huh. but it, but it doesn't 
it doesn't uh, project it projects, into the, projects it. Yeah, next time show, I go that's through. That's pretty cool. Yeah, next time I go through, I'll we should, I yeah, like that. I'd like should. to see that. Yeah. We could spend money on that. Wow. All right, hang on. <laughs> She's going through. Let yeah. me go to uh, George. Hey, George, good morning. Hey, good morning. What's good up? Morning it. What is it? Good morning, it, my man. All right, so you had an interesting car wash experience. I'll say about going on two years back, finished work at 7 a.m., uh, decided to wash the car, you know, early that morning, dirty. Yeah. And it was a freestanding, no one around, no attendance. It was at, at a gas station. Okay. Yeah. And it was a $5 type deal. I put the $5 in, the door opened, I got my car on track, and it went through. And it put soap on the car, and it put soap. It did it for two plus hours. It got stuck at that cycle, and I was stuck in there for two and a half what? hours. I had to call my wife. She had to crack down to own this thing. And the oh fellow turns out, and Mr. Patel came from Philadelphia and came, and he never had that experience with the machine. You were stuck in. You were stuck, stuck in the car wash in the car for yes. two and a half hours <laughs> while it was soap soaping in the soap cycle. All right. That blue soap that's everywhere, yeah. covered everywhere. A couple of questions here, George. So, mm-hmm. is it is it a car wash where the 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 doors, the front, the uh, entrance and exit doors will close once you get inside there? Yes, sir. Okay, yes. so that closes. Is your car running? My car was. In you had to control. turn it off at some point, yeah. right? Right, I believe it. Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I was wondering if you would die from carbon monoxide. They yeah, usually have you put it neutral. Be yeah, there's got to no, be a ventilation. I it off after I realized this thing was stuck in that cycle, this soap, blue soap cycle. And again, I uh, first thing I could think of was well, call the wife. There was nobody around, and no, it was an experience. Yeah. There's some of them that you pull in, Steve. It doesn't have a track system or anything. You pull in, and, right. and you stop, and you put it in park. Right. And the doors close, and you don't go anywhere. It goes around you. You're right. Exactly. So I'm assuming that's what that was, right, George? Yes. Okay. Exactly what it was. Okay. That's yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. And so this thing, the soap, was running for two hours? Two plus. Yeah, two and a half. Oh, my God. I guess so. I mean, it operates all day long. Yeah, it right? just keeps so. going. It was early a.m. and nobody around. Nobody at the service station. And I was stuck in the car with this blue soap everywhere. <laughs> oh so you're sitting in there. There was no way you could have opened the door and, I mean, and got got now, right? Because it's spraying constantly. Absolutely. And yeah. it was spraying this blue, heavy foam type soap. He went in with a white car and it came out turquoise when they were done. <laughs> Dude, that's oh wild. That's crazy, Kath. I actually... Yeah, the car was clean. Yeah. All right. Thanks, George. Two and a half hours. There you go. Thanks, right. man. We'll see right. you. Kath, I actually got a text message from my wife. She says, tell Kathy I have a near panic attack from the dryer every <laughs> oh time God. for from fear of it exploding. What? For the fear of it exploding the windshield? Do you know how much Do you know how much velocity you'd have to generate to blow a tempered glass a windshield out of your car? I do wish we knew somebody who owned a car wash that could tell us the, you know, like the velocity yes. that it comes yeah. out of the dryers yeah, as yeah, opposed yeah. to out in like a heavy, you know, a strong winded deck. And by the way, windshields will explode because also because debris will hit them in a tornado. Not yeah. not just a straight up wind blowing right. your windows apart. Well, right. the guy who owns my car wash at Parks Best, he yeah. listens to the show. So call in right now if you're listening. What's, what's the velocity yeah. of the dry cycle of your average... <laughs> Here, Justin's gonna relieve you of your of your uh, uh, anxiety okay. because of this fact. Hey, Justin, good morning. Good morning. Sorry for bothering you guys at work. <laughs> no, we appreciate it. What's up, Justin? So, Kathy, there is a film that is on both sides of your windshield. Okay. It's called safety glass. 
Right. So if something hits your windshield hard enough to break the glass, it won't actually explode. That's why when the fire department, uh, like like your side windows are tempered glass, they'll shatter. Right. But your front one won't. They like they, there's a saw that they have to use to get the glass out of that. Okay. Right. It's like if you ever if you ever remember in some of the comedies when they're doing like a a, a car chase and the windshield cracks and they try and kick the. It's, it's like it's like Pineapple Express, right? Right. In Pineapple Express, Justin, uh, 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 James Franco tries to kick right. out the windshield. His right. foot goes through a little bit yeah. and gets stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it. Uh, is this your buddy? Is this Alex? Is that, uh, who are you talking about? No, no, no. I don't know if that's All right. the same This guy. is an Alex who apparently builds car washes. He's a texter. Okay, All right. So we got him. Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So. Kathy thinks that the windshield can be blown out from the blowers <laughs> that dry off the car. Slim to none. What's that? It is very slim to none that is going to happen. All right. We had a question with those high-powered blowers. Any idea at the, like, the miles per hour that the wind is coming out of there? So it's about 7,500 CFM. Which equates to, if we were to liken that to a wind velocity. Uh, 55, maybe. Oh so if you've ever driven your car 55 miles an hour, Kathy, you're running the risk of having your windshield blow out. <laughs> oh my god yeah so it'd be like you know like driving down the road doing like you know on the highway if you're doing like 75 80 miles an hour if you stick your hand out the window yeah it's like that okay it's probably it's about like the same speed oh yeah. yeah but why okay. don't my windshield wipers wiggle when i'm driving down the highway you're, then uh, I, I, uh, I can tell you why i know why go ahead well because the way your car is driving down the road the front end of your car will have the uh the proper uh Wind resistance, it, it goes up, it go, doesn't get to that part. Those things are angled exactly. at a bunch of different directions, and they're shooting directly down that way. You it's have not, wind coming at you. From, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wait, Alex, did you say 7,500 CFM? CFM. Okay, so that's, I'm looking, I, I just typed that in to see what would come up. It's like an industrial fan. Right. Like, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. you know, fan. Not you that much. Yeah. 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 Wow. So she's she's actually turning around as if she's like like in the, in the space program. <laughs> Bracing for impact because the windshield is going to blow out. Alex, I'll bet there there are a lot of people that are afraid of car washes, though, aren't they? Oh, yeah. I mean, I see it a whole bunch. Um, people that are just scared to drive up on or go through or they get claustrophobic or anything like that. Yeah. So, and Alex, listen, I'll, I'll admit, I'm sorry to interrupt, no, no. but I'll admit sometimes that... Uh, that like big mechanized, you know, big pieces of machinery freaks me out I a little agree. bit. Yeah, I'm like, you know, it's like oh, the Terminator. Yeah. It's like it has no remorse. It yeah. will take you out. It man. won't stop. Yeah, yeah. ever. Yeah, they, they can be scary. Yeah. Well, right. so like in the um, Alex, have you ever heard of someone getting stuck in a car wash for two two and a half hours, something like that? Is that I? I so so there are similar stories like that. So um. Actually, one time, actually, it was actually not that long ago, a few weeks ago, somebody, so the conveyor that takes you all the way to the car wash, somebody jumped off of it and fell into the hole that all the dirt goes into. Well, oh, my God. Okay. And um, the car got wedged and had to get a tow truck at each end to pull the car out of the tunnel. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, that's the one thing. So, as the car is being pulled across, though, it, you would normally put the car in neutral in yeah, most car washes. Neutral, you'll roll 
right through, no problem. All right, all right, interesting. All, all right. right, thank you, Alex. We appreciate Jesus it. Christ. No problem, guys. All right, see you, bud. All right, uh, Casey was wondering if we could go send Kathy through a car wash right now. Yeah, uh, live on the air and get a report from her. <laughs> well, now that you know that it's only fifty-five miles per hour. Well, there's one right up on City Line, is it not? Oh, there's, a, there's a few with all within two miles of where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Where you, you stay in? I'm you sh- sure, why not? <laughs> Although, I, I just went through. My car's pretty clean, but I, I can go through. Mine's kind of dirty. You want to take mine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Take Nick's car, get it clean. Uh, I don't know. Nick's windshield's kind of wobbly. <laughs> um, maybe we'll do that in a little bit. We do have an interview coming up, but maybe after that. Let me go to, uh, is this Duncan? Yeah, yeah. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, Duncan? How are you? Yeah, so actually, I just got a car wash from this last snowstorm at this place called Adams Royal Car Wash behind okay. Taco Bell. Okay. In Gilbertsville. In Gilbertsville? Yeah, All right. Like, yeah, it's like a nightclub. They have these lights. <laughs> yeah. It's like red and blue and yellow. And really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so is it is it one of those that um, that's on a track and it rolls through, or is it one that you pull in and stop and the thing goes around you? No, it's a track, so it'll okay. pull you through. And yeah. I think in during Halloween they have a haunted car wash too. <laughs> That's pretty wild. That's yeah. awesome. I would do that. I, I would do that in a heartbeat. What a great idea! Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. for for a while during the the uh, the pandemic, they had. Um, Strippers inside, uh, like they had like a, a car wash tent. Oh yeah, set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd go through. They, they yeah. would wash the car. Right, for right, right. You. Yeah. Uh, something to bring up quick is uh, Johnny Knoxville did the naked car wash. So he sat on the hood naked uh, on his car and went through a car wash. So that's naked. So, so, Case, right. was there anything that would, that would hurt <laughs> Thanks, your Duncan. hurt your junk? I mean, you you were you were in a standard real deal car wash. Yeah, but no, it was you went through twice. You're wearing a bathing suit, I was right? Wearing a bathing suit. No, it was like gentle touch. Yeah. You know, so. All right. Um, yeah, but gentle touch is still high pressure water <laughs> being shot at you, and that if that hits a little sensitive zone, that could still do some damage. I was fine. You were good. <laughs> you were good. All right, and clean. Yeah. Well, Kathy, uh, maybe once again you've you've opened up your little isms to right. the world, like smelling, you know, cooking uh-huh. menstrual and, cups and not wearing again menstrual cups, and now the dryer, the car wash. If so. she does do the drive through later on, should we have someone who is like a trained therapist <laughs> talking me. her through? I really don't think that I could. I mean, I guess I could if I really tried, but like, I, I still think I'll put that visor down and maybe just turn, Come on. Up, just turn a little let's bit. Just... Without, let's try and face your fears. Yeah, you can yeah. face your fears. I'll yeah. take video. All right, well, listen, I want to take a break because we do have a guest that's coming up in just a couple of minutes, and he is from the show Ozark, uh, Bruce Davison. He's been in loads of movies throughout the years, and he's from Philadelphia. We'll talk to him when we return, and maybe we'll send Kathy through a car wash. We'll find out. <laughs> I'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MM Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Kath, I think we're going to send you out of the studio. Okay. I think you're going to leave now. Kathy has a fear of the dryer of car washes. <laughs> Is certain that it'll blow out the windshield. So we're going to have her go run through it now. We had a guy that called earlier and and absolutely confirmed that she doesn't have to worry about this. Right. We're going to send her through and have her face her fear in a moment. We're going to get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to well, go. We, well, we interview our next guest, so you're, you're free to leave. Okay, and Bruce, I love Ozark. Uh, I'm glad you're on it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and, and I could tell by our next guest's uh, face while we were doing this, we were doing this uh, Zoom interview that he enjoyed hearing about the Scoople Expressway and the New Jersey <laughs> oh, Turnpike. He doesn't have to drive on them right now. Uh, please welcome Bruce Davison yeah! to the show this morning. Hey, Bruce, how you doing? 
I'm doing fine. I, I, I just made a bet with myself that the Schuylkill Expressway would be jammed today. <laughs> so like, yeah. 40 years ago when I was stuck on it every wow. day. Well, let's lay some of the groundwork. Bruce has been in so many films and TV shows Great throughout stuff. the years. And, and in fact... Uh, being a, a, a character actor, well, uh, but a, a starring, you know, a, a, yeah. a lead actor as well. But I, I believe Bruce, and, and Bruce is from the area, and we're going to cover some of that. Were you in a documentary called uh, The Guy That Was In That Thing? And it was about yes. character actors. Yeah, okay. there were, it was me and uh, 12 other actors who you know their face, but you don't right know what their name is. Who is that guy in that thing? Right. Yeah. And so, and, and that's... Uh, and, and and that's, you know, living the life as a character actor, working job to job, you know, waiting for those jobs to come on board. It was a really interesting peek into what you do for a living. Oh, that's good to know, because so many people think, uh, especially when I'm working in the South or driving through there, everybody says, oh, you Hollywood types. <laughs> you, know, you, all, you all sit around the pool all day long and smoke dope and, and you know, make your kids Wear masks. <laughs> uh, but you, uh, uh, you know, as Kathy had said, you're Ozark season four. Um, mm-hmm. And how did you get on on this show? How did that uh, come about? Somebody approach you? or Because uh, I don't know how these things I actually work. auditioned okay. for it. Uh, you know, I, I love the show. I had a number of friends that were on uh, over the years. Uh, uh, Harris Eulen and uh, Janet McTeer. Uh, to spring to mind and and uh, being the last season i really wanted to see if i could get to be part of an ensemble like this because it was i i don't audition often but when i do it's usually for something that i really want to do and uh, I, I really wanted to be part of a show that i consider the best cast show around wow the series has a great uh, great ensemble and i and and i i, I started watching it everyone uh, around here is, is sort of addicted to it uh and and uh, you know i started seeing the the different reviews the series is progressing and it's one of these ones i know i'm going to have to jump back in and uh and get involved with but there it seems to be like you know tonally and and just it, even in the way it's filmed and the whole presentation it's it's unlike anything that's currently on yeah it's a it's a real class act i, I and i love working with the people they're all um, you know it's it's hard being a character that comes in all the time especially in the last season cuz i'm like running along the train at 60 miles an hour to jump on for a few days and mm-hmm. then jump off and fly back and and then wait another month and run along and pick up but uh, I, I did six of them so there's some more to come i think one of the beautiful things about ozark is uh, and the way that it's cast is that uh, all of the characters are likable, and all of the characters are reprehensible. I mean, like everybody's got uh, good sides and dark sides, including your character, Bruce. You you play a senator, uh, and uh, you like most of the other people on the show. There's you're you're you you're after something, you want to accomplish something, and you use other people in order to accomplish uh, your goals. And so the writing for a character like that, it just is so layered, and, and I'm sure that that's appealing to you as well when it comes to a, a show like Ozark. Absolutely. It's always what I look for is the complexity of a character, number one, and then two, the journey that he takes, what goes through, what changes within a character. And and, um, you don't often get that opportunity to find something with, uh, like you say, deep complexity in it. But when you do, 
I really like to jump to it like a fish to water. Uh, another senator you played, Senator Kelly from uh, the X-Men franchise, which was fantastic. And we had never seen movies like that before when they when they popped in. And now they, they crank them out like candy, which is still great for right. people who love that type of thing. But um, you, uh, have, you, has, have you made a turn in the Senate on several occasions throughout your career? Actually, I used to go in with the Creative Coalition during... Uh, during uh, um, X-Men because Senator Kelly, they, they say, well, you can talk more to the Republicans. So they sort of identify with you. Right, right. So hey. we got, I got in there and uh, it was it was fun wow. because I had a, a you know, a, a leg in. And once we got in, we could, uh, you know, sort of present things for the arts. I, I was mentioning to Preston earlier and he was on he, or he hadn't made the connection. But the I'd first forgotten. time I saw you. Was as Willard, you, you know, or, or as in Willard, yeah, and and uh, with all those rats, legendary uh, horror cult classic, uh, and uh, and so I have to ask if we have you on again. There are people who have profound phobias concerning rats. Where did you stand at the point you started filming that movie? <laughs> oh man, well I was out of a job and I came in and auditioned for it, and the guy said, "Well, you did great." But uh, you have to meet your co-star. So we went out to Van Nuys in this guy's garage with 600 rats. And he took this one the size of a bunny and put it on my shoulder. And it just started snipping around and licking my ear. He says, well, your co-star likes you. You got the part. (laughs) Well, there it lies. I think I've always found the career of a character actor, which I think is some of my favorite actors, even though they may have had leads, were in essence character actors. that moved from character to character and were able to do that. And I was saying to Preston earlier that... Here you are, this guy, and then and you're also, you know, in, in a, a performance, longtime companion, which is it's just a great film, and you were wonderful in it. I mean, so that that to me is a, is something that is, I think, that a lead who is identified with one type of role will miss out, where you have the ability to have in one week a rat nibble your uh, <laughs> ear and then go to something as as huge as that. Well, uh, thank you. I got great advice. I I started very successfully as a kid. I was sort of this starlet. And I was co-starring in a film in 1972 with Burt Lancaster. Wow. Directed by Robert Aldrich. uh, It was my life's dream, chasing Apaches all across uh, New Mexico with Burt Lancaster in Arizona. And... um, I was, you know, I, I thought I knew everything. I yeah. thought I was really smart. And, oh, God, I'm acting him off the screen. He's not doing anything. <laughs> then I'd see the rushes, and it was like this little chihuahua bouncing on a bulldog. Listen, you're doing very fine. That's very good. But the director said to me, he said, kid, you're a good actor, but don't be a don't be a leading man. You'll be a leading man. You'll be washed up at 30. You huh. six pitches. That'll be the end of it. Be a character actor. You're a smart kid. You can do supporting roles. You can do any, you know, play the doctors and the lawyers and all of those things. You can always work. And he said, you can raise a family in this town. Hmm. And to, I didn't believe him, but that's what happened to me. That's okay. sage advice. Yeah. Were it you, was great advice. It was you, the best advice I ever got. Were you a bit of a star at Marple Newtown High School? Uh, were, you, were you starring in uh, in plays and so on in the drama club or anything like no, that? No, I was uh, track was the only thing I yeah. got to do. Oh. One hundred and twenty high hurdles, oh. but I ran and I ran against 
another uh, actor from, I think, Springfield, who is Randall Kleiser, who directed Peach and Blue Lagoon and right. uh, Greece. And uh, we became friends out in Los Angeles uh, while he was at USC, and that started his career. Well, you really should make it back down here because um, the track at Marple Newtown High School is gorgeous. <laughs> I picked my kids. My kids don't go to Marple, but I picked them up from there uh, off the bus every single day. Uh, and then also Springfield has a brand new high school as well. So you really got to come down and check out Delco again. Well, I should. I still have some of the gravel from Marple Newtown uh, uh, in, uh, track in my shoulder. <laughs> the cinders? They, they had a cinder track? Cinders, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's why. So you know, what we love about the the whole thing, and obviously you're, you're going to be on Ozark, is that you, you, you have a rich collection of stories from the area. And reading mm-hmm. a, a recent interview with, uh, with you, uh, and now, Nick, apparently, your dad. Right. So, so our buddy Victor Fiorillo uh, for Philly Mag wrote an article with Bruce and um, uh, cited this incident that happened with you, Bruce, uh, at Springton Lake, which is the reservoir in Delaware County. Casey lives pretty close to it. Oh, I know that I drive, uh, yep, yeah, yeah. on 252, It's right? actually, yeah, right off yeah. of 252. It's a, yeah. it's a beautiful um, uh, reservoir <laughs> and, and lake. Yeah. Is it near and, Paxton Hall? Uh, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah not yeah. too far at all. And so <laughs> I'm reading this article by Victor. And Bruce describes an incident in which he was arrested for <laughs> for an incident at Springton Lake. And I, I my jaw dropped because my father was also arrested for swimming in Springton Lake. Now, his incident was in 1963, 1964. Uh, they, That's they basically, what mine they, was. That's, <laughs> so he probably have Sergeant Rutgers out there. <laughs> so, so, Bruce, tell him. the people what happened with you. Well, I, I was I really when I uh, was younger, I wanted to be a marine biologist, I thought. Um, but what I really wanted to do was have adventures with uh, uh, Mike Nelson, oh, who, who was Lloyd Bridges and, yeah. and, you know, meet a lot of girls and have a, all this great adventures happen to me, which doesn't really happen with marine biologists. So I became an actor. <laughs> but I bought all my uh, scuba gear and there's nowhere to dive in Delaware County for the most part, except <laughs> Paoli Quarry and uh, the Springton Reservoir. So Springton Reservoir, of course, is the drinking place, water for the that area. And um, uh, so I was out there and uh, this guy, Marple Newtown, Sergeant Rutgers, he was a famous uh, uh, police sergeant and he was out waiting in the bushes and I had my friend with my stuff and helped me get it on and I heard we heard this voice saying come up here now and bring your frog man with you <laughs> that is such a classic you're in your gear and you're you're you're, you're diving the reservoir oh, they put me in a cell in my wetsuit oh my god so you didn't even actually get the scuba dive you got arrested for Wanting right. To well, no, I was in, but okay. I was coming out. Okay. He, he waited till I okay. came out. You know. Yeah, they don't. Uh, we used to fish there uh, in high school, yeah. and, I, and I thought we were allowed to. Um, but now you can't. You can't even do that. Like yeah. the, the, everything's no. fenced off. You're definitely not allowed to go scuba diving there. Yes. You, you can't go swimming there, and that's what my dad yeah, was. Well, things were a little looser there then. <laughs> yeah. Bruce, I always what? had a number of run-ins with Sergeant Rutgers. He would. Uh, <laughs> he was at at, at uh, up on Sprawl Road. They had the station up there and uh when we were kids spartacus was a big movie oh yeah so we would all go to the dance and we'd say oh let's go let's go out to the industrial sites and steal some trash can lids and we'll you know we'll be crusaders and the girls will all be real impressed 
So we'd drive three or four cars out to the industrial sites and we'd start this Roman gladiator war. And the girls would all sit in the car and cheer and carry on. And Sergeant Rutgers shows up and he gets his bullhorn out again. And he says, we have captured all the fair young maidens. So all you gladiators can put down your trash can lids and come in. Because you got nobody to show off for. Uh, this guy sounds like such a character. Yeah. Oh, he was a little, little bald-headed cop. He was great. Uh, I really liked him because he was somebody you knew. You yeah. know, he was, he was back. He tried to. Uh, do a lot of things for us hoodlums that were hanging out. <laughs> so, so you were, you were, you were, you got into your, your share of trouble, and, and then there was an encounter oh. with uh, John Dupont as well. Oh man, well, I gotta hear yes, that. Yes, can, yes, can you yes. explain what? Because to, to, we well, and people may not remember. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was go just, ahead. I was just saying ahead. that that uh, that for there was a while where you know we remember the whole thing. There was the movie made with Steve Carell and yeah, you know, Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher. Yeah. And, and this is this. Yes, this, I was this, telling Steve Carell. Corral this story at a, a screening of it because uh, John Dupont was, uh, had the all those uh, fox what were they fox trot area out fox in, uh, yeah. in Newtown Square right. and we went to school very close there and we used to go down because it was the most beautiful rolling hills oh, and gorgeous. the horses. Yeah. would roam all around that area and we'd you know climb over the fence and and try to pet the horses and then some guy'd run out with a shotgun and we'd run for it so i guess that was john departum <laughs> Or somebody he'd hired at the time. It was wow. probably him because wow. oh, yeah. people may not remember. He, of course, believed that there were people in the walls of his home, and and uh, he had he had some issues. But uh, that seems right in line with what we've learned about about him since. And and you tend to listen to someone with a shotgun, don't you? Yeah, you do. This was 63, 64. Right? Wow. That's wild. I'm just so curious because, Bruce, I've been living in Broomall since uh, 03. I grew up near Ridley. But uh, what street did you live on in Broomall? I live right opposite Lawrence Park, back in that, uh, be off of Paxson Hollow Road. Yeah. Uh, right by the Paxson Hollow Golf Club, which is, I tried to caddy there for a while, but <laughs> I was a skinny kid and I didn't do too well. <laughs> do you remember the name of your street? Um, Winchester Road. Okay. I lived you know at it? Yeah. Winchester Road, wow. which is right off of Jamestown coming in. All right, so I, I'd like to ask, Bruce, you know, how you went from, you know, a kid growing up in Delco to, you know, making your, your way in Hollywood. Where did, where did the acting thing start? Did it did it begin after, right after high school, or how, how did you find your way into Because you know, I, I started as an art major. Okay. So I, I, but my parents um, said, you, you can't just go to a, a school. You don't know who you are yet. You don't know what you want to do. And they said, yeah, get a literal background at Penn State. So I went to Penn State. And while I was doing uh, my work there, I had an elective course in appreciation of the theater. And um, I was with a friend, Sheila Shapiro, and she said, why don't you, there's a play, why don't you audition for that? And we were walking by, um, uh, it said open auditions at uh, up at Penn State, and I went in and I didn't get the part, but I got so intrigued with how my heart was beating really fast. Right. And everything. And geez, this is a real thing. People actually can do this, you know, because I was always, you know, drawing on James Arness with my Fanner 50 as a kid. A little boy. <laughs> oh, gunsmoke action. Yes. And um, so... I, I started taking courses there, and I just fell in love. I went 
went up to, there's a place called Schwab Auditorium. And up at the top, they had a green room and all the actors were up there and they were, oh, darling. Oh. And I, <laughs> yeah. It's like a duck to water, you know, I <laughs> yeah. just went right in there. And um, from there, I, I ended up, um, I fell in love with my TA, who was a, a beautiful girl who was just hitting uh, 29. And I was just a kid then. And she said, you're too big here. You got to go to the big city. So she got me to go to uh, NYU. And I started with the the first, uh, what became the Tisch program there. Oh, okay. So, uh, and and that, wow. that, that, that led to, you know, um, Lincoln Center and uh, carrying the spear for King Lear and Lee J. Cobb and Lee J. Cobb, one of my all-time favorite actors, uh, and you've from Burt Lancaster to Lee J. Cobb. I mean, you've had the, you you got a chance with some of the real, real um, you know giants in acting, and and, and in the I mean, I look at Lee J. Cobb's performances and things, and it's, it's just amazing how good oh. he is. I, I, the Exorcist was on the other day, and he, you know, uh, that's like a uh, that's like a clinic in acting and just understated stuff. Do, do you so? Uh, when I've, is when is you as a character actor, Bruce? Because you know the, the, the actors will have that defining movie. What what stands out? Because you've been in uh, so many things. Where was that one moment where you said, "Okay, I've got it. This is off and running. I'm good to go." Well, it was back at Penn State. Oh, and, okay. Uh, I had this theater appreciation history course, and and we were given something to read, and I got this uh, thing by Arthur Miller. And I, I still know it if I got a moment. It went, uh, there's a certain immortality involved in acting that comes not through the plaudits or the, the books or the awards, but through the knowledge that an actor carries with him to his dying day, that on a certain afternoon in a dusty and empty theater, he cast a shadow of a being that was not himself, but a distillation of everything he had ever thought wow. or felt, mm. all the unsingable heart song that the ordinary man may feel but never utter, he gives voice to. And in so doing, he joins the ages. And I said, I'm off. (laughs) I don't know how you could not be persuaded by that. Uh, Yeah. yeah. And I I got to meet Arthur Miller when I did The Crucible. And he was there. And uh, I was talking to him. And he said, hey, what are you doing in Paris? That's pretty good. That's all right. I didn't think it as some of that stuff. And I said, well, you're the reason I'm an actor. My my. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say my apologies if it it doesn't, if it already exists. But. These stories are fantastic. Have you have you considered, or have you in fact done an autobiography? Because you have, I'm I'm just starting to work on it. Okay, you know, I do have some uh, great memories. Of I mean, people that really are life been life guides: Henry Fonda and Arthur uh, Miller. I mean, Lucy Barton. Yeah, and I said, where where did you get that? He said, Oh, that's in the essays. I'll send it to you. I wrote that about Lee. Lee wow. J. Cobb. Wow. He says because we were all sitting around there, and Mildred Dunning. This was in Death of a Salesman. And he said Mildred Dunnick was fine in her part and Arthur Kennedy was fine. And Cobb just sat there like a walrus on a stool mumbling to himself. And I said that Kazan, I said, should we fire him? And he said, no, give him time. And he said, and then all of a sudden, one day he looked up and he said, there's a crack in the ceiling. And it, there was no crack in the ceiling, but there was Willie Loman. 
you know, best performance in on Broadway in all of the fifties. One of the great performances of all time. It's it's amazing, yeah. And that you to bear witness to that, you know, is is kind of a miraculous thing. Uh, that, yeah, it really was. Yeah, really Bruce, I, I have a question. I'm I'm not quite sure how I'm going to phrase this, but I'm curious for somebody who has has worked as long as you have, has worked as many jobs and 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 roles as you you've gone through, and and mm-hmm. I want to go back to this character actor. Versus the um, uh, the marquee star, the big the big you know money makers, and how um, level of respect uh, for those two different types of people in this business? Um, because I got to believe that there are some people that are making gobs of money that can be on the same level as you and actually maybe respect you even more because of how hard you worked. Does that make any sense? I mean, um, I, I, it really does. Okay. I, I, um, it's a wonderful time when people are all trying to make something together. And, you know, even the, uh, the, the greatest stars that I've worked with, I guess, are, are, are like Lee J. Cobb and, and uh, Lucille Ball. And um, Henry Fonda, God, and um, um, Burt Lancaster certainly, and they all had great advice, very sage advice for me as a young man. And uh, at the time, I, you know, when you're young, you think you know everything. Yeah. And then as you get older, you realize that that advice and that it, it pays off. And when you're making something together, it's like all of you are. Uh, a war is a kind of an uh, of a you know the way it feels and you're all doing it you're working sometimes 17 hours a day in in mud and cold and everything i think of game of thrones and those people doing that night shoot for three months and uh, ireland i said boy i'm glad i wasn't on that that's <laughs> gotta kill everybody um but it's it's it can be very difficult when you do it, but it's the joy, mm-hmm. and we all you know we're like fishermen. We wait for the next one. It's it's, it's, it, it's yeah. funny. We were watching the the Harry Potter um, um, anniversary uh, yeah. reunion, and uh, Preston and I came to to sort of the same um, conclusion as to why we we loved it so much because there is in that certain thing these all these actors and everybody involved with this long run of films shared something mm. that. And a language that only they can understand. And yeah. over the the decades that we've been doing this show, and and with the the, the city of Philadelphia that's given us a, a livelihood and all this, it, it, there's a certain thing that we have that no one else can understand. You know, and and so you always have to turn to your group, like on a film or when you're doing that. That is that that same sort of familial sense you're talking about. Absolutely. Um, before COVID, we all went to audition, and I'd be sitting with ten guys that. All of should have gotten the same job as me. They're all brilliant. I'm, I, here's an example. One time I was with uh, uh, George Siegel and uh, uh, Michael Lerner, both Academy Award winners or nominees, and myself sitting on a bench in Redondo Beach to uh, speak for uh, some three-line part in some godforsaken thing, and none of us got it. And we were at a poker game, and we're all sitting around talking about it. what a terrible, ah, yeah, yeah, that nineteen old kid. She didn't even know who the hell we were. What was going? On? And Charlie Durning looks up from his cards, and he says, "Gives you a chance to act." 
<laughs> I carry that with me all the time. That's great. If you're just From tuning in, the next. <laughs> it's uh, Bruce Davison who's with us and uh, is in season four of Ozark, which is uh, running currently on Netflix. And, and he's a Philly guy, and we love talking to him. Nick, you want to ask a question? I do. Yeah, and Bruce, it's it, it's a serious role in a very uh, silly movie. Uh, Spies like us is uh, yes. <laughs> underrated comedy, and and you're one of the I guess quote unquote bad guys. You work for I guess the the the, the army or the government or whatever. Um, right. I don't even know if you had any scenes with Aykroyd or uh, Chevy Chase, but um, it, it, I love that movie, and it's such a goofy movie. What what memories do you have uh, from that one? Oh, well, they were... Um, it was just a wonderful time. We shot most of it in London, some of it out in Palmdale, but uh, 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 John Landis would always get stars to do all the bit parts and the extras and I'd find myself in scenes with the Cohen brothers BB King you know saying one line or you know BB uh, King yeah saying the boys need a Pepsi yeah that's right uh-huh. <laughs> um, oh and Costa Gavras all you know all these great people and it was so so exciting for me because I had a great time in London too he also there. included the great special effects artist Ray Harryhausen was one of the I mean people yes, that yeah. only fans of film would know and that's what makes exactly. it such a fun thing yeah he would do the, all that, Steven Soderbergh, all of them, yeah. So I, I'm going to ask uh, as a father, because I believe that you're a father of a, of a young actor, and I'm a father of a daughter who is, <laughs> you know, in high school and pursuing and loves the theater. And in fact, she has an audition to, today. And, like, uh-huh. I want to um, I want to encourage her. And, you know, what are your thoughts and, uh, and feelings on raising a young thespian? Well, my daughter is the one who's interested in okay. that. She's 15, about to turn 16. And my son is a writer. He's 26, uh, working on the East Coast. Um, it's really hard because she doesn't want my input right now. <laughs> that's, that's okay. I mean, she's okay. Okay. I got it. Because I think she's sort of afraid, but I, I just want to, it's the hardest thing to sit back and let them learn for themselves i give her advice when she asks but uh that's it's getting a little better now because she's getting her feet on the ground she's doing a production of a play herself and and she just i couldn't talk her out of it i wish i could (laughs) (laughs) because of the toughness of the business but she just it's in her blood she just loves it so much and she's eight hours dancing on the trampoline um, to music uh, (laughs) of the plays and stuff. And I keep thinking all the old hits and all these new ones are what she's involved in. That's crazy, Mike, because my daughter's around the same age and it's it's new and old. I mean, like, she's doing, like, you know, Bye Bye Birdie right now, Little Shop of Horrors and and some of the, you know, not old, old stuff. We're not talking like Camelot and The King and I, but, you know, old enough, I guess. Right. Well, my, yeah, my daughter was doing Bye Bye Birdie, too. She (laughs) did, but that was the oldest one she did. It's all Evan Hansen and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's kind of funny because I remember when I, you know, as I was a kid, I remember my dad, you know, a uh, uh, big film fan and continues to be. Uh, I was aware, I was aware going back to, uh, you know, uh, Sunset Boulevard and, 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 and well before that and all of these movies that that were classics. And and um, I don't know if that happens as much today, you know, because obviously the the volume and the amount of films available has increased. But I, I always tell people, man, you're missing a lot if you don't go back and, and check oh, yeah. those movies that have that legendary status for a reason. 
that's uh, that's one thing I find is sort of tragic and missing so much as a as a history, yeah, a real history of the theater and the history of film. Um, you know, it's I, I really would love it if that was had more of an emphasis. But like you say, there's so much volume of stuff, now. right? And it's 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 back to I guess what music was in the '50s when everybody could make a one-hit wonder in their garage. Mm-hmm. It's it feels the same way. Kind of, there's so much stuff coming out, but it's it's the cohesion of it we can't really see from where we are. It's true. In, it's true. Yeah. But it, but a good time for for young actors, I would imagine, because there's so many different uh, avenues for them to pursue. Exactly, and and, and they'll pay you fifty cents an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the way it is done, and I, I really like independent films for the most part because that's something that doesn't have a corporation telling you, oh, "Well, Hamlet's okay, but put a dog in it." You know. Right. <laughs> Do you know what that's, that's why I, I'm a big fan of horror uh, films because a lot of times you'll find these very high concept. They manage to get made because it's hard, yeah. obviously. But you know those, you'll get those little. Movies that kind of sneak by you, and documentaries end up being that way as well, where you get, yeah. you know, um, you, you're getting somebody who just said, I, I have this vision, I want to do this. They, they pull together a small crew, and you'll find a lot of that stuff coming out of the documentary world as well, where, you know, yeah, well, it can get made. Yes, I think my wife's working on something like that right now with the uh, older actors putting something together. Mm. Uh, Bruce. Yeah, we have, we have a question because now that we do these Zoom interviews, we can get a peek into people's households. And uh, somebody in our studio uh, wrote me a note and says, "Is that an autographed Stephen King book that is hanging on oh, your Jesus. wall there?" <laughs> yeah, yes, what is that? It is actually that's that's from Stephen King. I I did a. Oh, man, you got good cameras. In this. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry that yeah I did a, a reading uh, of a book of his called From a Buick 8. Okay. And um he wrote me this wonderful letter and said if you ever you know want to do something else you're the man give me a job. So I did and I I I ended up doing a series with him called Kingdom Hospital that we showed. Oh that's right. That's yes. right. That's yeah. correct. Excellent. The, the Which, um, and, and I just uh, I, we've been in touch over the the years, and I just uh, I start since COVID I started painting again. So I I uh, sent him some pictures, and he said, "I want that one, that one, that one over there." And, and, he said, how much is it? Yeah, $100 million. <laughs> so uh, from a Buick 8, is that the, the audio book that you had narrated? Yes. Okay, yes. excellent. And I, I am, with, uh, yeah. I, I'm currently working my way through the entire King Library via audiobooks, and I have not gotten to that one yet. I just found my next book, so nice. I'm definitely going to be well, ordering great. that this yeah. week, and I will get on that right away. I have fallen in love with book narrations and the people who can do it the proper way. Um, do you bring out the, the characters? you change your voice and do things like that for yeah. the characters? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's amazing. It's an art form. Yeah, I just um, um, did one. George Romero was a dear friend. Uh-huh. Uh, the manager had the same. And uh, he was writing a book that was sort of a conglomeration of everything since he created zombies. I mean, <laughs> our image of it in Night of the Living Dead. But he died, and um, there was a sort of a, um, 
a book that he had half finished and now it's it's it was finished and I did the voiceover for that and that, that was really weird uh, doing that you know t- talking about the infection coming to everyone in the middle of covid in this little booth <laughs> no right. it, oh, it is no. great i actually had a chance to sit and talk to George Romero, I, I was a, a one of the few flesh-eating zombies on the Tom Sabini remake of Night of the Living Dead. And Romero came by, and, and just the word that comes to mind is character. What a character. Like, oh, he was great. Tons of stories. Are you he a- was great, and he was enthusiastic to his last breath. Yeah, about life and everything. He just wow. He, he just cheer up a room every time he came in, because it could be done. It can be done. <laughs> <laughs> Another the kind of guy he was. Another character actor who I, I love listening to his narrations is uh, William Sadler. He he narrates a lot of books. I don't know if yes. you've had any uh, interactions with him before or not. Uh, no, but okay. I think we've sat in the same room together trying to audition. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, he's, a, he's, a, he's a very powerful, yeah. powerful actor. Wonderful yeah. actor indeed. Well, the, the whole category of of character actors is there's so many fantastic thespians. and, and, and It's the backbone of... of I agree. Of, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, more, I'm always more drawn to that to that. That performance, that character, that actor, who you got, okay, he's in it? Okay, I'm going to pay attention to this. Right. Yeah. Bruce, are well, you... Uh... we got to keep working. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be good. you got to yeah. keep working. Yeah, um, you got a mortgage and stuff. You know? <laughs> right. Do you ever get back to the Delaware Valley on occasion? Do you have family here still? Um, I, I haven't been back in quite a while. Um, I, get, I got back my... Uh, I have a friend, Skip Nelson, who I'm dying to see back and lives there that we grew up together. Um, and I, I just most of my relatives have either died or moved away. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of the cemeteries out there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll be your extended family if you want to come back. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'd love to come in with you guys. You've got a window, too. I see. Yes, we do. <laughs> we, we can see outside. It's a nice thing. Uh, well, listen, Bruce, we'll, we'll watch you in uh, Ozark Season 4 and uh, whatever other projects that will keep popping up. I'm sure you got some stuff that's in post-production now or something on the way that we you should You know, I just did a film with Barbara Hershey after 50 years. We oh, did she's our great. We film together last summer in 1969, and this is the first time we've worked together since. Wow. But, uh, we're in a, it's called The Manor. It's a horror film. She's, okay. in, she's in one of my favorite movies, Peter O'Toole, uh, The Stuntman. Uh, which oh, yes. just yes. One, a great quirky movie. She's a great. great actress. Excellent. Yeah, thank awesome. You. Well, Bruce, uh, thank you for the time. We appreciate it. And uh, good luck with everything. And, and hopefully we'll see you sometime soon. Thanks, guys. Great right. talking. You, you too. Bruce Davidson, yeah! guys. He's awesome. Great yeah. stories. He's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Loads of great stories. Yeah. Man, oh, man. All right. I wonder if he's ever done a scene in a car wash uh, <laughs> before. <laughs> because we have a young lady. We have a brave soul. Uh, who is there? Are we talking to her now? I think we're going to Zoom with her, this, Oh, we're going to Zoom with her. All Get right. out of here. Yeah. And Bruce, right. Bruce is on the Zoom. Bruce still. is still on so the Zoom. So if he wants to watch this, he can. I mean, he doesn't have know. to go. The, the audio would still be up. So, well, <laughs> Kathy, if you're just tuning in, we found out Kathy is terrified in a car wash. Not just of some people are scared to go through a car wash. Kathy is scared to go through the drying part of yeah. the car wash. And so we're going to go to her now. Hey, Kath, can you hear us? I can, yes. Okay. Your your our, our feet you're sideways your your uh your camera is sideways I don't know why there, there, we, there we go, go. much better yes. okay all right so you're about to go through the car wash 
So we just have one car in front of us. Um, okay. This car wash wasn't so easy to uh, pull aside and wait, so we had to wrap around. And uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. So no, it's okay. So yeah, we just have one car in front of us. Um, the guys here, I tried to explain what we were doing. They have no idea what's happening. Sure. So, right. uh, well, we we were talking, hold on, hold on. Kathy, oh. with with Bruce Davison, and he was recounting uh, a story. I have oh. my my uh, ticket already. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh wait! Right now, we go through the car wash. Can we stay in the car? Yeah. 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 Thank you. Okay, so apparently the car wash, this is a car wash there. You don't stay in the car. <laughs> so okay. Are they going to let you stay in? <laughs> are they, are I they... don't know. He said yes. All right. All right, he needs to go check with the manager. I don't know. Uh, our signal's kind of We might lose the signal yeah. if she goes into all this machinery. We didn't, didn't even think, think about that. Didn't even think about it. Yeah. Well, we'll, have to, we'll have to wait. If for some reason we lose you, Kathy, you can just uh, call in and we'll get some audio. Wouldn't out. it be funny well, if we're denying that this is even a possibility? Yeah. We lose the signal. It does happen and we miss it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Hey, one thing you might want to sure do is is turn your Wi-Fi off on your uh, on your phone uh, and just go to uh, Street Cellular. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, we lost her signal and it just went blank. Wait, there we are. Now we're back. Yeah. Okay. Turn off Wi-Fi and just go with the regular cell signal. Yep. So she'll work yeah, on that. Yeah, that's that's what we're doing. All right. Okay. And so there's car in front of you. Is this one of those where they they'll get up and they'll they'll kind of vacuum? You know they don't do that anymore. At least not in my place. They don't uh, run a quick vacuum on the floor. Remember they used to do that? Yeah, there's two lines for that. Okay. Yeah. Where they will vacuum it for you? Yeah. That's the two cool. places I go to are owned by the same guy, so they do that full thing. They're, they'll they'll do that. Okay. Uh, yeah. The one that I go to doesn't do the vacuuming. And then uh, they give you like a helmet in case the windshield blows out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... I hope this place comes with a helmet. Uh, um, Here's your helmet, ma'am. Did you end up taking your car or Nick's car that needs a car wash very bad? Uh, no, we have my car because I was worried that Nick wasn't going to have enough sunglasses for both me and Connor. So um, I have the heart sunglasses for Connor. Uh, uh, cute. And then I have... I have my blue sunglasses, so we're gonna we're gonna get all ready. We're gonna put the visors down. We're gonna put our sunglasses. No, 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 no. Kathy, if you missed it, Kathy what? feels the need to wear sunglasses in case the windshield blows out from the uh, from the dryer, which is her part that she's afraid of. The, and this the whole the whole thing this is, is a to, treatment is, is to not wear the sunglasses and not put the visor up and go through and and face oh. your fear. Take the glasses oh, off, leave the visor up, yeah. take your top off, and just go through. <laughs> right but your look at Connor down. with the heart sunglasses on. He looks so cute. Connor, <laughs> Connor take your top off, too. Uh, oh, man. All right. Looks like you're pulling forward. Are you, uh, you yes, going? I'm, sorry. Okay. I'm, I, I'm trying to get on the, the track, and it's like a, a curve. It's not one that you pull straight in. Oh, that's so weird. I'm trying I to get I... on this track. Okay. I'm trying to think where this place is. Now, what I really want to see happen right. is at the tail end of this, right. I want to see her roll the windows down yeah. during the drying no. procedure. Mm-hmm. I want to hear how loud They'll it is. Stick her head up to the sunroof. All right. Are they are they writing? Are they uh, cleaning it off, or what are they doing to your car right now? Yeah, so they're doing the prep work where they just kind of um, okay. go once over the, the brushes, uh, they're doing the wheels, they're doing the hood, they're doing the windows, and then I think as soon as that is over... 
uh, will go through. And I like when they do that because a lot of times my automatic windshield wipers are on. Uh, so it'll indicate that I need to turn that off because yep. I have forgotten and I've destroyed the windshield wipers okay. on my car. So here's what you can do. And they, they should at a certain point, they're going to put a, a strip of uh, rubber across the windshield for in case it detonates. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have do, the ones you go to ever, they ever write anything on the windshield? No. 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 Um, so like, it, you're cute. No, depending mm. like what package wash again. Oh, okay. uh, they'll, they'll write like a number. She's going. They'll, they'll put a number on that. All right, here we go. Kathy, take us on the play-by-play through the car wash. You might lose her. There's so much electronics around there. I she know. looks like she's frozen. Yeah, I, I think we're going to, I don't think this is going to work. I mean, you have huge machines. How do we ever think we get a signal out of there? Can we get some car wash music? Uh, okay. Here's the car wash. She's moving very slow. Yeah, you hear that digitized signal? That's it. All right, she's calling on the hotline. I'm, gonna, I'm going straight to the hotline. Kathy, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, now we got you. Let's do the cell phone, okay? Okay. All right. Where are you in the process right now? So we're now, uh, the soap is on. Now we're going. <laughs> is this the driver? The dryer? No, no dryer yet. No, it's rinsing off right now. Okay. All right, so... What are these things Yes, just look ahead with your eye. Don't blink and just look ahead. You can do All right, this. So here we go. We're in the dryer. It's beating. The windshield wipers are shaking a little bit. Uh, apparently, I left my side mirrors out. Oops. Oh, those are gone. You're going to kiss those goodbye. <laughs> We got her back, her video signal. Do you feel freer now? Do you feel better? I will say, I'm going to be honest, that was not as intense as the one I go through. The windshield wipers, we're moving a little bit, but the one that I go through, the windshield wipers are, I mean, they are rattling when I go through. So I I didn't turn around. I was able to get through. Okay, I didn't turn around. I'm telling you, I really don't think if you guys weren't on the phone with me and Connor in the car with me, I would have. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, baby steps. She did. Yes. You know, maybe next time you'll just turn sideways. Uh, <laughs> and, and then eventually you'll uh, come full forward. So we'll and then see about that. you're going to have to, of course, go to some people in your life, Kathy, that you feel uh, were mistreated by your your uh, driver, uh, your, your car wash situation. Yes. So make amends, as they say. Yes. Okay. Well, I think we've made some progress here. I'm very proud of you, Kathy. Oh, All right. Uh, bring it on home. Nice, clean car and everything. As Kathy is leaving the car wash. Facing her fear of going through facing forward as the car is being dry because she is afraid that the windshield will blow in from the, you know, 80 mile an hour winds that uh, that blow that off. So. You see the guys walking around the car, they're looking in and looking at, at uh, Connor recording her on the uh, yeah. camera. They must have thought it was like an OnlyFans thing. And- yeah. Or a little quick porn shoot <laughs> right. that inside the car inside wash. Because yeah. you can do that these days. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. Some bizarre file stories of what we will get to next. So make sure that you stay with us. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right. And this month's band is Pawn Shop Roses. I'm so happy you found me. But then you drown me. 
Shop Roses, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, Philly. All right, let's do the Bizarre File. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Let's pick through some stories here. We'll start with the one out of England. Dorset and Wiltshire Fire and Rescue were called to rescue a woman who was stuck in a tree because she was rescuing her parrot on Saturday morning. So they had to rescue her and the parrot. She was stuck 18 feet above the ground, and firefighter used, firefighters used a ladder to bring the woman safely back to the ground level. Uh, crews were sent to help the woman after receiving a call from a member of the public. In a statement, the fire service says, We, of course, understand the emotional attachments to pets of any species, but please take this incident as a reminder of the danger posed by attempting to rescue without any special assistance. So, I remember as a kid, climbing up a tree and not being able to get back down. Oh, yes. You know, you it, think you can do the same thing on the way. It looks a whole lot different, right? down, but it's a whole different ball of wax when you're trying to make your way down. That's probably what happened to her. Uh, this is tragic. Eleven people were killed after being swept by tidal waves into the sea from the southern coast of Indonesia's East Java province on Sunday. Uh, Apparently, the accident occurred when 23 people were conducting a traditional rituals, like a religious ritual of some type. Right. On the beach, Uh, the head of the organization, the operation said, suddenly tidal waves came and swept them into the sea. There were no indicators, like the the water, the tide going out quickly or anything? Nothing like that? So it was at the southern coast of Java Island, and the waves are huge. They had been forbidden to do such of an activity. Oh, right. okay. They were essentially warned not to try and do it. Uh, but 12 others survived from the incident uh, accident. I don't have any other real details at this point. But, yeah, apparently it's not uncommon for waves to come in and took them out. It's crazy. Uh, Albuquerque police are investigating a stabbing incident that happened Sunday afternoon. Police responded to reports of several people who had been stabbed at different locations. Officials say the incident began around 11 a.m. Sunday with the stabbing. And then police say that there were seven scenes altogether that were being investigated and 11 victims total. They say victims sustained critical wounds but are all stable at at this time. Some of the victims had been released from the hospital. And a... um, uh, comment, I guess, is yeah, with the police said that they appear to be random. Someone was involved with an accident here. A person just came up and said that they were stabbed, and there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason. Officials say the suspect was on a BMX style bike and had a large knife on them, and I guess they were just going along stabbing people on the bike. Uh, the just cruising along stabbing people. I uh, was arrested without incident. Uh, Holy hell. Tobias Gutierrez was booked into the Metropolitan Detention Center on charges of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. Yeah. Early Thursday morning, trading cards and games were flying off the shelves, but not in a good way. Caught on the gaming store surveillance cameras, a thief broke into a vacant store next to Punch Out Gaming <laughs> and busted through the shared wall. Uh, the owner, Jeff Johnson, said they broke through the walls, crawled through, and they took all the sealed product out of there. Over the course of about two hours, they emptied out two entire storage rooms full of Pokemon products, which uh, never opened, but they never opened the door that would have tripped the store's alarm system. They busted, busted through that wall. After completing inventory, Johnson estimates they made off 
with $250,000 worth of Pokemon of Pokemon cards. stuff. I guess, well, they knew what they were doing then. Yep. Uh, he said he must have had help because there were a lot of boxes. Uh, the gaming store has been open for eight years, and the theft has been a big hit to the small family-owned business. Uh, Johnson said, I realize how much money, product, and time we put into it, and I just started crying. I can't recover uh-huh. this product because our distributors don't have any. So even with the insurance money, that doesn't do us any good. Police are investigating the burglary, and they call the, uh, and, uh, call the man seen in the surveillance video a person of interest. And I saw an interesting thing. So the guy had like a gator over his face. Yeah. And they they did like a sketch on the rest of what his face might look like because they had him for like the nose up, yeah, right? And, but but it was also pressed tight against yes. his features, so you get that. And so they kind of outlined his features as I hope they get him what the guy might look like. Yeah, absolutely. An actor with a foot fetish who ordered his girlfriend to wear socks at all times, even in the bathtub, has been jailed. <laughs> Gavin Eilis uh, made her ask or made her ask his permission if she wanted to take a shower or to choose what clothes to wear. He also said she could only eat bacon in her underwear, Preston. After the relationship ended, he stalked her by making 128 phone calls while on remand in prison and on one occasion hid in a cupboard in her home. Yeah, he's a crazy stalker and he's an abuser too. Isles, who uh, featured in Disney's Muppets 2 and Harry Hill the movie. Moved in with the victim, so he's an actor, uh, after they met on social media in March 2019. Uh, Isles made her indulge in certain fetishes and would threaten to kill himself if she ended the relationship. Uh, He repeatedly pulled her hair if she displeased him and insisted that she always wear socks and not expose her feet except when directed by him. What a lunatic. And he admitted controlling and uh, coercive behavior and stalking, and he was jailed for two years and eight months. So the dude was... Busted, going to jail. Thank God for that. Uh, Northern, this is our final story. Northern California man was arrested this week on a warrant, but what would have been a standard arrest took a bizarre term when police found an alligator in his car. Tyler Watson of Reading was pulled over by police in the city of Anderson on Tuesday morning after it was discovered that Watson had an outstanding warrant for a probation violation. He was handcuffed. You were looking for Wetzel's pretzels. Uh, Once cops cuffed him, he told them that he had a live alligator in the passenger seat. Watson claims he was just watching it for a friend who had been recently arrested. And so you take it out for a drive. And Watson is now charged with the illegal possession of an alligator. The California Department of Fish and Wildlife is now in possession of the alligator. Not only are its uh, two previous garden guardians both behind bars, but the animals are banned as pets in the state. Well, what do I do with it? Well, I didn't take it out for a drive or something. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you now. Kathy's back. Yay! Faced her fears, came back, survived the car wash. Yes. It's a, a personal accomplishment, right? Uh, yeah, it was a personal accomplishment. <laughs> hey, do you ever take Jace through the car wash? Yeah. Does he like it? Um, yeah, he does. I I, remember, I have video of uh, the first time I ever took him through, you know, like he didn't know what was going on. But yeah, it doesn't bother him. He, okay. he asks me sometimes, why are you turning around? I'm like, don't you think? And I tell, told him and he was kind of like, no, I don't really feel like that. <laughs> Chris, which one of your kids was deathly afraid of? It the... was, I believe it was Caroline. Okay. Like anytime we were taking her through, she would start crying. Wait, oh, didn't, yeah. one, didn't one of your kids want to have a birthday party in the car wash or wanted to just go for his? I thought one of your sons wanted to go for his that birthday. That does sound like. Maybe Carter when he was a little kid. I think you might be right uh, about that. Yeah, Had he like, seen the movie? Is that what he did? It goes on down there at the car wash? No, he's, yeah. I think he just wanted to ride yeah. through it. So. Oh, all right. extra wife. I, I okay, think, yeah, she would know better than, yeah. than me. 
All right, with that, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We'll get to the letter of the day. No, we won't do that next. We'll do the lesson question. Yes. The Trash and Music News. And I think we have a couple of concert announcements in the Music News segment, so you won't want to miss that info. We'll be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, today's lesson question prize. We have a pair of tickets for the Philly Pops. They present Pops Rocks Let It Be, March 11th at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. Question that we'll go with uh, this morning, going back from an early one. What kind of dessert does Rambo like? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know. This is a tough one. What kind of dessert... Does Rambo like? Call now if you know the answer. 215-263-WMMR. We'll do the trash while you're doing that. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. Let's get some stories while we wait for that answer. Steve, what's up this morning? Well, an unopened VHS copy. This is a VHS copy of Star Wars Episode Four, expected to fetch $60,000 when it goes up for auction this week. The tape is expected to sell quickly because the eventual buyer will probably not have a wife or girlfriend to give him crap. Oh, my God. In a recent People Magazine interview, My Girl star Anna Chlumsky com- explains why she quit acting for almost 10 years. My glasses, explained Chomsky. I couldn't read scripts without my glasses. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yes. And finally, De- uh, Denise Richards, this is wild, says her strained relationship with her daughter Sammy is because ex-Charlie Sheen is much more lenient with her when she lives with him. Richards gave an example saying she makes Sammy complete her homework before she goes out while Sheen lets her do heroin. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see if somebody does indeed know the answer to this. What kind of dessert... Does Rambo like? And we'll go to we'll go to the phones. I have Chris who's going to answer. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Chris. What kind of dessert does uh, Rambo like? The answer is flambe. Flambe. <laughs> Anything flambe. You're right, Chris. Hang on, you got it right. And good for you, dude, because you got a pair of tickets to the Philly Pops present Pops Rocks. Let it be March 11th, Kimmel Cultural Campus. The Fab Four's greatest hits will be performed live with a full orchestra. More information and tickets from the March 11th through the 13th shows at phillypops.org slash let it be. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel, Philadelphia, voted best overall gaming resort in Pennsylvania. And you must be 21 or older, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I guess I could start with some concert announcements. Do it. Okay? All right. Uh, and these are these are quickies. I'll just mention yeah. this real quick. Um, 
MMR rocks the band Pussifer. Ah. And I was, uh, people go back and forth on the pronunciation. I hear it's Pussifer. I've said Pussifer or Pucifer, I've heard as well. But I, I, uh, I can't make heads or tails of it. Pussifer. Uh, Exist- Existential Reckoning Tour with special guest Moody Black. Friday, June 24th, it's going to be at the Met, and tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. Jackson will have tickets all week, so make sure that you listen to him. Uh, complete details available at WMMR.com, by the way. Uh, the other concert announcement is MMR Rocks, Breaking Benjamin, and Seether. Ah. Yeah, they're both coming to town. Uh, they'll also be joined with Starset and Lacey Strum. Uh, Saturday, April 30th at the Santander Arena in Reading. Uh, tickets for that show also go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. And you can click concerts at WMMR.com for details. So again, that is uh, Breaking Benjamin and Seether uh, with Star Set and Lacey Strum Saturday, uh, April 30th at the Santander Arena in Reading. Have you ever been there? You've never been there, have you? It's yeah. Friday at 10 a.m. No, I have not. See, yeah, I actually saw fish there a few Octobers ago. I saw Pearl Jam there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a small arena, you know, just a few, what, six, seven, eight thousand people. It's like if you took uh, the uh, Wells Fargo Center and cut it in half. Yeah. So it's a nice arena. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it's um, so... Uh, I saw Pearl Jam there in maybe 20, 2008, whatever. Anyway, it's it's a great uh, place to see a show. Cool. Nice. All right, a couple more things. We mentioned Pussifer. Now let's talk about Tool. Yeah. Uh, Tool took part in their tradition of tour pranking uh, during their recent final stop of the first leg of their U.S. tour. Uh, Frontman Manor James Keenan and Friends wore blonde and red wings to crash the stage during Blonde Redhead's performance. Uh, the prank took pl- place last week at the FTX Arena in Miami. It's not funny! Uh, Tool is set to hit the road with the acid. Uh, the acid helps, I'm sorry, this weekend. And uh, so they'll be in town on the 20th uh, playing at the Wells Fargo Center. Sold out show, Wells Fargo Oh, absolutely, yeah. The fans are die hard, man. Uh, Third Eye Blind has tapped Taking Back Sunday to be their direct support uh, during the headliners. Of Summer God's 25 Years in the Blind Tour. Uh, the run will also feature opening act Hockey Dad. Uh, Taking Back Sunday's John Nolan said, In the early days of Taking Back Sunday, Adam and I used to drive around in his old Honda listening to Third Eye Blind's second album, Blue, Windows Down, Smoking Cigarettes, and Singing Along. As someone had told us back in the day that we'd tour together, I would it would have blown our minds. We're so excited to be out there with Third Eye Blind this summer singing our songs, and singing along with theirs. You're driving along. You're driving along. <laughs> uh, so they're going to be performing at the Man Center on July 15th, by the way. So that'll be a cool It'll be, yeah, absolutely. show. Huh. Uh, and then, uh, what do I have? Two more things? I have two more. Uh, yeah, why not? All right, so... Uh, released today via BritBox in North America, the streaming service for BBC Studios and ITV, is a newly produced documentary, The, Be- the Beatles and India. Uh, the film spotlights the band's spiritual pursuits starting in 1965, delves into their rarely discussed brief 1966 visit to the country, and their tutelage studying transcendental meditation under the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. And The Beatles and India is based on a book called Across the Universe by Ajoy Bose. The doc includes both rare and never-before-seen footage of the Beatles and the Indian ashram as they stayed in uh, stayed in during the first quarter 
1968 and gives the most complete version of the events leading up to and during the Fab Four stay in Rishikesh. I watched that other documentary of the guy who was just happened by happenstance, ended up yeah. staying with him for a while. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, we talked to him, and he was yeah. a filmmaker, and he had his camera, and he ended up just hanging out with him for like a week. It was like, and they would just... Here's this guy who's just a guy. I mean, yeah. you know, in, in the broad scheme of things, and they're hey, come on over, hang out, yep, have, yep. have you know, have meals with us, and just and so he was hanging with them. Yep, pretty cool. And then one last Beatles-related story: you never know whose famous face you might see in your food. Mark Thorne says that he's had a lifelong obsession with the Beatles, and so was very surprised when his wife bit into her lunchtime apple and he spotted the face of George Harrison in the core. <laughs> it's amazing. I saw it. It's pretty funny. Uh, Thorne is planning to open a record store in Edinburgh, England. Was this the John month. Lennon Pop-Tart jealous? Uh, I didn't get any word on that. I'm full of strawberry filling. And he hopes to find it a uh, it's a good omen for his business. Uh, no word on what he plans to do with the apple. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Well, you, you need to see a close-up of it, Nick. Well, you know, it's Apple, too, because that makes symmetry. Yep, yeah, yeah, exactly. Apple was their record company. So there you go. That's real? That's George Harrison, hey, yeah. Hey, George, is that you and the Apple? Isn't that wild? That is so crazy. <laughs> you would figure an English muffin. Uh, yeah, right? That would make more sense. But no, an Apple is perfect. Yeah. It's perfect for the company. So. Is, this him? is this the Apple playing? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Pretty good. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That is what it I actually does look like George Harrison. In music news for you this morning. All right, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to get a winner for today's Tattoo Day. Make sure that you enter now. Uh, text word tattoo to 39333. And also, I want to remind you, Wawa dropped off some goodies here. They're celebrating the launch of their new online catering with uh, care to our community. This is great. And they're inviting local schools and community service organizations to enter to win a free cater party recognizing their unsung heroes. So you go to wawa.com slash catering care. Do that by the 20th, and you can submit your nomination. Your team could win a Wawa catering party on March 4th, which is National Employee Appreciation Day. They're going to do that for 100 local community organizations. <laughs> a lot. So keep in mind, if you're a community service or a school, you can do that. And keep in mind, Wawa Catering is now available to order online at wawacatering.com. We'll be back in just a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and probably other places. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're getting ready to wrap up the whole thing for today. And before we do all the thank yous and all those goodies, we have to give something away. Today is a Tuesday, and we've got ink, courtesy of Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, and a $350 gift certificate goes to John Joseph. He's from Alden, PA, and he is now going to get a Preston and Steve themed tattoo from Floating World and Tattoo and Piercing. 
Uh, they are at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. If you want to check out their samples, visit their website, floatingworldtattoos.com, or go to Instagram and hit in at Floating World Tattoos, and you will find everything you need to know. I'd also like to thank actor Bruce Davison. Yeah! Who is on, and a super nice guy. He's been in tons and tons of stuff throughout the years. I had forgotten a few texters were texting in. Steve, do you remember Dead Man's Curve? Yes, absolutely. Dean story. Yeah. He was Dean in that, and um, he was Willard, and, uh, you know, Senator Kelly and uh, in the X-Men movies, and now he's in Ozark. He's just one of these guys who's hardworking uh, character actors, and he grew up in Delaware County. And his TV work is, I mean, he's yeah. been on everything, you know, which is amazing, but I I love that he had stories about the area, about getting arrested, for, you know, yeah. doing dumb stuff. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, when he brings up that he worked alongside Henry Fonda and Burt Lancaster and Lee J. Gott. Yeah, unbelievable. Pretty amazing. Oh, my God. I wanted to hear his Lucy story. <laughs> so, Ozark Season 4 is now on Netflix. So, it was nice to have Bruce Davison on. And also, thank you to Wawa for dropping off the goodies. <laughs> yeah. A reminder, one more time, they are uh, inviting local schools and community service organizations to enter when free catered party recognizing the unsung heroes and if you are a school or community service go to wawa.com slash catering care uh by february 20th and submit a nomination your team could win a catered party on march 4th which is national employee appreciation day and they're going to do that for a hundred different organizations it's a really cool thing to do catered party of up to 30 people yeah it's fantastic so uh and by the way wawa catering is now available to order online at wawacatering.com for pickup or delivery from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Seven days a week for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Visit wawacatering.com. So we appreciate the little care package today, which is nice. How you doing, Pierre? Excellent. Wonderful, ma'am. Shall we get the letter of the day from you? Yes. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... A, as in ability... To face one's fears yes. as a certain <laughs> young lady did with the help of a nice gentleman. Were you wearing glasses? No, Steve made she, us take them off. She took them off. She uh-huh. was facing forward. She she kept at it. Uh-huh. You know, you've seen the right stuff. You've seen. <laughs> yep. uh, I mean, yeah. th- I, tell me I've the difference watching... between what Chuck Yeager did and what Cappy did. No, I've been watching the Olympics. <laughs> And the Olympics make me cry all the time. I just, uh, what these stories of people <laughs> overcoming phenomenal obstacles in their own lives, training from the time they were little kids to do things like go through a car wash. Yeah. And, um, and, um, I, you know, and because, I mean, it, it's uh, the studies of how many people uh, who are decapitated by uh, windshields <laughs> yeah. blowing off. Yeah. Uh, when the wind part comes through, uh, you know, I mean, there must be thousands of them. What you think uh, is the most innocuous part, which is just wind, right. is is what is really what kills most people. Right. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. not the wind. It's the wind. Yeah. What are you scared of, Pierre? Anything? Oh, I have so many fears. <laughs> no, I, I, I had OCD very heavily as a child. Did you? And uh, I went through a lot of treatment for it. And um, one of the uh, one of the best treatments for irrational fears or um you know ocd stuff is like washing and checking and stuff like that is to not do it and so and it worked (laughs) well yeah because i never wash anymore (laughs) um uh but um there's something i 
definitely never knew about you. But it's not, I mean, the OCD term is tossed around a lot. Yes. Like people that like things in a certain order. Right, oh, right. I'm OCD. No, that's not it at all. I mean, it's people that uh, get, they can be crippling at times, like irrational fear of, you know, contamination. So you're always right. washing your hands. You right. certainly don't need to. Or leaving the house and thinking, oh, my God, I got to go back and check the door 17 times. Or, And it mutates into obscenely hideous forms. But um, what's called exposure therapy is where you go uh, and get treatment and you... Um, are are um it's called exposure because like so if your fear was going through a car wash <laughs> and I say that with love um they sit you down and they do um ex- uh, they imagine they have you imagine you're going through a car wash huh. and then you you rate your anxiety and and they details in you know in a one-on-one uh talk therapy all right you're going through the car wash so now the wind is hitting yeah, what's your level 1 to 10 <laughs> And the more you do that, and then all of a sudden, then the next thing is you'll, they'll take you to a car wash, but you won't go in it yet. You'll just stand at the car wash. So in increments. In increments. And then ultimately you go through the car wash. Hmm. And, Steve, um, you didn't even know you were a therapist. Uh, it's morning. unbelievable. I just took to it like a duck to water. Well, Steve has those calming qualities That's and, right. and, a, and a knowledge base, which is so extensive. I that, am the, I your mean, car wash man. He has healed thousands. Absolutely. Um, in fact, uh, <laughs> really? his televangelist mm-hmm. uh, program, <laughs> right. I mean, on Sunday mornings. It's I, really great. Well, I don't get up that early. I'm coming in from the night before, and I always <laughs> catch it on cable. And um, it's it, I, I've been healed a million times over, and I bought all his holy water. But on a separate now note, he has a private jet. Oh, I, and well, he needs one, God, yeah. or God would God call him home. Yeah. Well, it was Casey's idea to send you through the car wash, so it's a hole in all it, of that. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it was a brilliant, it, you know. Uh, I'm I'm morphing comedy with seriousness, though. But it was a brilliant. <laughs> Um, facing of your fears. Uh, and it and worked. It's interesting. I salute you for it. I've wanted to do uh, a segment on the show called Face Your Fears where we all do it in one day. Everything right. that we are terrified of. Right. So, like, for me, it would be like having a tarantula crawl on my face. Right. Or oh, really? Like that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I hate spiders. Can't stand them. Me getting Botox. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Right? Seriously. I can tell you, you my Botox fear would be holding Kathy's her. hands while she had Botox. <laughs> Didn't you get Botox? Didn't somebody with Botox come in here? One I did it one Preston time. We did filler. Did. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Preston go. looked weird. You guys didn't. But it was a little slightly weird. But you didn't have a bad reaction to it, did you? No, no, fine. not at all. Yeah. No, remember I couldn't look at your eyes. Yeah, yeah Kathy didn't weird. like it. She didn't <laughs> so it. part of Kathy's yeah. needle therapy could be we'll get her addicted to heroin. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> and then uh, and then that, that fears over immediately after that. Yeah, you know what, My mom used to say that. She goes, "I don't ever have to worry about you with using needles for drugs." Right. It's never going to happen. There you go. Um, Oh, by the way, uh, the Word of the Week prize, a pair of tickets for VIP Mountain Fest and an overnight stay at the Hilton downtown Scranton. Saturday, March 5th at the Montage Mountain. Package includes all-day lift uh, lift ticket, ski, or snowboard rental, Mountain Fest t-shirt, and much more. And the concert features Spin Doctors and the Verb Pike Mm -hmm. with fireworks display following the show. And you can ski, snowboard, or tube all day as well. Tickets cool. and VIP packages are on sale now. MoMountain.com slash MountainFest. MoMountain.com slash MountainFest. Uh, so we will give that away on Friday. And today's letter was 
A? A, yes. All right, A. It was an hour and a half ago. (laughs) Well, uh, occasionally we can go down a road and then um, make various turns off of the freeway, so to speak. Uh, But lives were saved. We were in a dirt road. (laughs) We were in a ditch. A lot of lives were saved. We did some good here today. We Uh, did some good. Now, Oh, and on the program today, (laughs) we'll do good because it's Tuesday, so we'll have uh, double shots. We... (laughs) And that's good. Yeah, yeah that's good. I could use a double shot right now. <laughs> um, and uh, we will have um, workforce blocks for Brandon Boyd's birthday in Cubas. We've got Peter Gabriel had a birthday over the weekend. Didn't get to it. We'll get to it today. And um, my hunting buddy, not you, Presbo, mm. but this other guy, Scott, um, he calls me every year on uh, on or about this time and is off to Texas to hunt pigs of all un, of all go, ungodly oh, things. Oh, boar, wild boar. Yes. Okay. Now, My neighbor and, did that one year. Did he? Because they 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 call the population. It gets like crazy. Right. Yeah. And so I mean I I I so I offered to come with him and scare away the pigs <laughs> as he's about to uh, to aim and fire. Um, but run, uh, piggy, run, 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 piggy, run for your life, you little, you poor little piggy. This little piggy red hole. Exactly. <laughs> wee wee wee. But um, instead, um, because we had that animal whisperer lady yeah. on, she there was a nice lady who was advertising for a brief while. I might have scared her away because I suggested to Scott, he called in last week, you're going to do my blocker rush uh, on the 15th. And I go, yes, we are. And I said, but here's an idea. Why don't we get the animal whisperer lady to come with you and she can whisper to the animals and and tell them to run away. And she could ride in the front seat of your pickup truck with a shotgun in the back. And and he goes, I don't think that's a very good idea, Pierre. (laughs) He had a great spirit about it. But at any rate, he's going on his hunting trip today. And so we will accompany or the beginning of his journey with a block of rush and suggest the animal whisperer. Join him somewhere in the journey, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, (laughs) blah. Good night, and that's the end of my program. All right. (laughs) And I'm done. Block of rush. I heard that part. See you on election day. Yeah, see you then. (laughs) All right. uh, Vote for me. I want to thank our sponsors. That's some booze. President Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the President Steve Show. Also uh, by Acme. You can download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. Uh, tomorrow on our program, a Wednesday, Fox Good Day, Secret Text Word, and actor Harold Pirino. Oh, awesome. Wow. Who we know from Lost and uh, many other things will be joining us tomorrow morning. So that'll be fun. That is it. We're done. So rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Everybody, it's good to have you on the map. Ba-toot-a-ba-toot-ba-ba-ba-doo-ga-ga-ba-ba-da.